0: I got some great news.
1: What's the great news?
0: I got some fantastic news. Not only for content, okay, but for just all of America. You our mental how, health. You know how I love
1: content and America.
0: There's been some some leaks in the news. Yeah, you know my news sources. Oh uh, yeah, and their various sources have leaked. Donald Trump looks like he might be coming back to Twitter and Facebook. He's considering making a return.
1: Let's go. And that, I know this so funny
0: because I've heard that his team is workshopping his first tweet. They're getting it ready. I I can't wait to see what that
1: is. It's got to be gas. The return after what? He's been banned for like a year and a half.
0: Yeah. The thing is, I feel like Twitter is all about not thinking about what you post. No. So the fact that they're putting thought into this means it's going to be fucking gas. It's all
1: about a shrimp fried this rice. Yeah. What what could he possibly come back and say that needs to be workshopped? That he's not just dropping on Truth Social.
0: Trump's never thought about what he said. No, and the fact that they're thinking about it makes me so excited. Bro, I'm so ready. Like they're they're crafting rhetoric here. Yeah, it's it's like he's about to post a, bl- a new essay
1: on Substack.
0: Oh yeah, that's what's going on I'm, with this tweet. I'm very excited for it. Huh. What do you think his first tweet's gonna be? I don't know. If like I'm predict. I'm genuinely curious what it could be about.
1: I guess it depends on the timeline. Because like right yeah. now, world economic forum discourse is big. Yeah, it's huge. I don't
0: think it'll be that though.
1: I don't think he's gonna talk about it. Maybe, man. I I genuinely don't know. Anything. Maybe he's drafting something to get ready for the. Uh, he already announced his presidential bid. Yeah. Maybe it's something could just be something
0: as trim- simple as like Trump 2024 could be.
1: Oh, yeah. You need to draft it, though, to like make sure like you haven't like focus. Yeah, grouped.
0: they're probably yeah, <laughs> they're focus grouping it. They're in like board meetings, tossing ideas around. Yeah. People are getting fired for their bad ideas. Everyone who's
1: like staying at Mar- Mar-a-Lago right now, they're air playing to the TV. Dog, like, I a bunch know. Of I
0: know the room that is drafting his tweet smells foul. I know it. <laughs> That's just got to be wicked. <laughs> <laughs> his his tweet could be something as simple as Trump twenty four. It could be I won the election. I'm back. You know, but I feel like it's do you gotta think be- it's gonna
1: be some grandiose announcement about like. Uh, we've done it. We've defeated big tech. Here I am back on Twitter, Mm -hmm. uh, totally complicit uh, with big tech. Yeah. (laughs) Posting on one of the biggest big tech platforms.
0: I mean, maybe. It could be just something like that. I don't know. I feel like it's got to be something that transcends whatever the news cycle is currently. For sure. Whenever he posts it. Like, it's not just going to be about an issue.
1: Or you think it's going to be an ad. <laughs> Someone's gonna <laughs> pay him for ad placement. That's not, like not the Goya like, beans? Not paying Oh yeah. Not even paying him for like an ad placement. I'm thinking like what if it's just like Another Trump card debacle.
0: Oh, yeah. What if he's coming in just to sell? He just does another hashtag ad. Sell, sell, sell. He brings Trump stakes back. Or it could be an image, right? It might not even be text at all. True. Could be a picture of him with, like, muscles or something, like, superimposed on his Oh, and his they're body. trying to, like,
1: Photoshop it right yeah. now? It, they're like, everyone is making fun of us for the stock images on uh-huh. the Trump cards. We need to come through. President Trump is the biggest, strongest president ever. Uh, as <laughs> yeah. as Nick Adams yeah, would say, he would be uh, the number one golfer if he joined the PGA Tour. Maybe exactly. they're trying to work with something like that.
0: Could be something crazy. Isn't,
1: isn't Twitter also doing a thing where they're getting rid of the character limit?
0: I think so I think it's gonna be four thousand characters or something that's, don't quote no, me on that
1: that's insane if you put a
0: tweet that's four thousand characters reading. on my screen but if I
1: have to scroll more than like one thumb like one yeah. swipe of a thumb to read your tweet fuck you
0: no that's crazy because we'll get comments on Instagram that are super long like rebutting something we say in a video or yeah. a reel or post or whatever I, I can't read that much bruh like I'm I'm nah, sorry I nah. don't care and then the
1: ones I do read I just get upset because I have to fight back
0: yeah I do like there is a there's in my nature
1: there's a string of comments we got on Instagram this past week about um gas stoves yeah uh, fucking foul mm-hmm. they were absolutely foul i was fighting with this dude and he's just it, it, at first i think he said he the first comment was something like what's wrong with gas stoves mm-hmm. and i took the bait i genuinely thought he was asking <laughs> a question so i said oh 13 percent increased uh, risk of childhood asthma as covered among, on the episode among a host of other issues uh-huh. right and then he immediately said, one country can't solve anything. What about all these other shithole third world countries that I've been to? And I was
0: like, whoa, now. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, buddy. The use of gas stoves in Europe, for example, and I think a lot of European places have gotten rid of gas stoves, but like, that's not affecting childhood asthma in the United States. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's, no. it's health implications. And it's also
1: crazy because it brings up this whole point about like you, you can't have discourse with people who aren't just like ignorant to a topic, but are unwilling to engage Mm -hmm. with
0: a topic. They're not good faith interlocutors. Exactly.
1: Cause he, he rebutted to my response by saying, what about pet dander? Pet Mm -hmm. dander increases childhood asthma. I said, brother vacuum. Yeah, <laughs> my, my brother and Grace, you can mitigate that. You clean can out. clean your house. You can't like clean the air.
0: Oh my God! Oh. anyway, I'm I'm really looking forward to that Trump tweet. Um, and we'll be looking out for it, and we'll be responding. We'll we be quote tweeting. We'll be boosting him. Do you
1: Do you think it's gonna be like something you can cross post? Is he coming back to Facebook too, or just Twitter?
0: I I think I think the rumor is he's coming back to both. But I would guess Twitter is going to be the big one just because he's known for tweeting. You know what I mean? He's a poster.
1: That's the other thing. I completely understand why he's coming back to Twitter, like why that works for like Elon's whole thing going on. But like why Facebook?
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously it has electoral implications. It's important for you to boost your message. But at Uh the same time. It's unclear that social media is all that important in terms of getting votes, especially for someone like Trump who has 100% name recognition. Exactly, who
1: everyone on Facebook is voting for Trump. Exactly, like they're, they're okay,
0: already doing that. You don't need to go there. There's no target population <laughs> that you haven't hit on Facebook. <laughs> like you got them all. The demographics checked. Yeah, no, I don't know. I guess we'll see. It's very exciting though. I'm so ready for the content. We,
1: we're we're on the cusp of greatness right now. See,
0: because the thing is that whenever we post clips, the ones that I found explode the most are when we're reading tweets for some reason.
1: D- I know.
0: I know. I can. <laughs> have the most well-formulated <laughs> intelligent thought that i can muster yeah and then it's the nick adams tweet that it's, blows it's, up. it's the nick adams tweet it's the quarter pounder tweet <laughs> it's reading the woke santa claus tweet like people love the tweets they people do people are posters they do I, I love twitter and maybe you will have if, if trump finally gets back to twitter because truth social is just not the same yeah. if trump finally gets back to twitter and everyone's seeing it uh we might have to have some sections where we're just reading it's, crazy it's trump tweets the
1: definition of like Bad for democracy, good for content. Exactly, no, like precisely. The, the other clips we have that like blow up like at a way higher proportion than others are clips where we're like, "All right, let's play a game." Did George Santos say this, or mm-hmm. did a Nazi say mm-hmm. this, or did Jeremy make it up,
0: or did Tucker did Tucker Carlson say this, or was it a white supremacist? Yeah, are they just they say the same? Yeah, yeah.
1: <sighs> Absurd.
0: I'm excited though. Absurd,
1: but I mean, in the future. You may, you guys, you guys may notice right now, at least if you're watching on YouTube, that the setup looks a little different. It does. There's another chair here.
0: Exactly. We'll get to that.
1: We'll get to that uh, after the break.
0: Welcome back to Head in the Office, everybody. Today, we we'll have to a, a special very special
1: episode. <laughs> we got a special,
0: special guest on the show today. Joining us is Mikael Goodman. Mikael, introduce yourself. Yeah, hello, everyone. Uh, I am Mikael Goodman. I am the youngest city
2: council person in Pontiac, Michigan. Uh, uh, go. I uh, got elected at twenty. So I took office at 21, I'm now 22, I'll be 23 next month. That's good. Nice. Uh, and I mean, the key thing is, besides being the youngest, I ran as an open socialist and whooped my uh, incumbent's ass by like 24 points. Nice, nice.
0: We love to see that. So, so before we before we dive right into the episode, I'll just remind everybody real quick, as we always do, check out the Patreon, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all of it's in the description. And Michaela, are there any platforms that our listeners should go check you out on?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely like follow me. I think my Twitter, my Instagram... Facebook and TikTok <laughs> Facebook. might all be the same, which okay. is uh, my first name, Mikael, M-I-K-A-L-F-O-R-Pontiac, mm-hmm. okay. P-O-N-T-I-A-C. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I somehow was able to get all of them to be the same thing. So mm-hmm. if you type in it on anywhere, it works. We nice. love brand cohesion.
0: Yeah, well, we'll have all weird. that in the description uh, as well exactly. for, for people Any to check name out. name in the title. That's right. right That's right. There. Quick interjection. From Jeremy Engage from the past. Exactly. Before we move on with this beautiful episode, alongside Mikhail Goodman, we got to read our five-star reviews. We do. Uh, we always got to read our, read our five-star reviews. If you want to have your five-star review read, go leave it on Apple or DM it to us on Instagram or sure, read it know. on the show. Uh, first one we got here is from Apple. It's our one Apple review this week. It says, this podcast keeps me from losing it from who cares 7777. Nice. They say. As the only progressive living in a house full of fascist-loving Trump supporters, where Fox News is constantly blaring at an ungodly level in a state run by complete and utter morons, Florida, in parentheses, Hitto is my escape from crazy rhetoric spouted all around me. Being a bisexual woman living in a red state, it's easy to be wary of podcasts starring cis white men. (laughs) But Jeremy and Gage are well-spoken, well-informed, and honestly completely refreshing with how open-minded and inclusive they are. At this point, Hitto is my escape from the crazy views around me. And one of the few things that keeping me... Uh, One of the few things keeping the thin tether of my sanity from snapping. Thank you, boys. Nice. You know, we, we thank you. It's crazy that we're getting played in Florida.
1: No, for real. I feel like a lot of these reviews are coming from Florida. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's like, it's like the, uh, what's it, what's that one bias called? Where it's like, if you either really like something or really hate something, that's what you're going to like reach out to and like talk about. I don't know. It's for like, re- we learned about it in AP stats. And, well, like, I, I, just,
0: I don't remember. This motherfucker got a five on the AP stats that's exam. He's out here like, he's that was, on the wall. That was four years ago. I am on the wall. Ridiculous. That was four years ridiculous. ago. Anyway, maybe Thank you for the like, review.
1: people in Florida are just so surrounded by bad rhetoric that anything that's mildly good just stands out yeah. so much more to them.
0: True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Because
1: we're not getting many reviews From like New York You know what I'm saying Unlike this one right here This one's from um, I know I'm going to butcher this name Donish Fias Shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) My my five star review Cheese Donish on Instagram Hailing from upstate New York Love keeping up to date with each new episode and jumping back in time to brush up on prior topics. The info presented is much appreciated, but the way you guys talk is something that should really be applauded. I really enjoy how you both articulate your points in a manner that's very mature and scratches an itch in my brain that I didn't know I had. After consuming too much of your podcast, I have now been mirroring your way of communicating ideas in my own writing, like in my essays for college, with a lot of success, (laughs) and I thank both of you. Godspeed, my fellow Americans. Are
0: you putting us in the works cited? God, no, that's crazy am i in a bibliography bro's mimicking our style bro saying um uh, uh johnson and cosmonopolis <laughs> johnson cosmonopolis at all Johnson J this episode. and cosmonopolis g 2022 <laughs> <laughs> or in parentheses 2022 yeah, how do you how do you say a office. podcast
1: in mla or apa format
0: <laughs> i'm sure there's a way you better be citing us if you're using our arguments. <laughs> Bruce,
1: direct, Bruce, I'm gonna Bruce, contact your At the your bottom professor. of a paragraph, you just got Johnson, comma Gage, Johnson, Cosmo Cosmonopolis. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. Let me get to these other. Reviews. I'm, I'm gonna reach out to your professor if you're not quote or if you're not <laughs> no. uh, citing us. I'm gonna get you kicked out of the school for plagiarism. Really? Sure god! This next
1: one's from Bailey. Hello from sunny, sunny San Diego. I found you guys a few weeks back off a TikTok clip and immediately hopped on Spotify to listen to the pod. Being a longtime leftist and criminal just leftist and criminal justice major without intent to be a cop but with major intent to sow discord and discontent among conservative policymakers uh, left me continually seeking mm. out good podcasts to dissect the hellhole that is our nation's capital. Needless to say, I'm very stoked to have found you guys and you have the lifelong honor of being another pair of my parasocial slimes alongside the leftist girlies of Bingetopia who, might I add, Add, you should add to the listening rotation stat. I'll yeah. wrap it up by giving you guys a sparkling six out of five stars and the flattery of having been recommended to my mom. See, now that's an Aww. accomplishment. That's 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 one of the goals we have here.
0: Bailey, I am honored to be amongst your rotation and really? uh, shout out to your mom.
1: Shout out to your mom. Get your Hopefully mom I can Be in your mom's rotation. Let's get her as a guest on the show. Real exactly.
0: <laughs> I think we got one more from uh, from one of our most valued listeners. Oh, one of one of our day one listeners. If I'm being honest, Chris the
1: Postman. That's right. After many attempts to leave a five-star review on Apple without owning an Apple product, even downloading and made an iTunes account and it still wouldn't let me, I'm going to leave a five-star review here. He's okay. rated five stars on Spotify. Here
0: we go. Here we go.
1: Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you looking for a podcast to get your weekly news with the leftist lien that does not make you want to lose faith in humanity and cry? Well, you need to listen to Head in the Office. These boys deliver the putrid news in a fashion that makes you want to laugh at the ridiculousness while still getting across the seriousness of our country on the verge of falling apart, mm-hmm. like what we're going to talk about on
0: today's episode. <laughs>
1: so give it a listen, rate it five stars, and subscribe to the Patreon.
0: Look at, that's look at a, this guy. This I, is a review. Look, my favorite thing is when people shout out the Patreon in their reviews because they're doing the work. Because that's, right? they're putting that's it in. what I love doing. Exactly. And we're I bringing it back, Patreon. but before we say goodbye and head back to the rest of the episode, I'm, I'm bringing it back. Mandatory comments on YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube, leave a comment True. right now. This is obligatory. Subscribe, send it to a friend, yes. look at the Patreon, at least humor us. You know you what I'm saying? Post it on your story. Exactly. We'll repost it on our story. That's right. Uh,
1: shit like that. Anyways, back
0: to the episode. So I guess before we get into the news today, I kind of just wanted to, to talk to you about your experience running, because that's something our listeners will be interested in. Uh, any obstacles you face? Did you have to like... Uh, so for city council in Pontiac, did you have to like join the the Democratic Party, run in a primary, anything like that? Just general experience, I guess.
2: Yeah. So in Pontiac, like it's a it's a nonpartisan seat. Gotcha. So like yeah. so having to do like the whole like primary in the way that we think of it, not necessarily the same. Uh, when I ran. Uh, really actually I I got lucky to not have a primary Although I almost did and Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it terrified me because I will never show fear but the person (laughs) who I I would have had to run against didn't even live in my district but she owned a home in my district Mm. and she's known for doing things don't get me wrong I love her to death I think she does a lot of great community work but like if it became like a three way primary between me her and the incumbent who was my opponent it was like me or the other uh, challenger will win and make it through. But mm-hmm. like, I, yeah. I don't want to be the person that has to lose to her and then be like, Oh, uh, uh.
0: right. Okay.
2: So I filed with the County had to do that paper, had the, you know, the affidavit uh, identity, yeah. all the really simple things that most of us should know how to do by now. But like luckily the uh, city and or the County will straight up tell you what mm-hmm. you have to do. Okay. Um, didn't have a primary thing. God, because the, uh, you know, part of running is like gathering signatures. And, right, uh, not only that getting like public support cause the signatures kind of show if people actually want you to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but didn't have a primary. If I would have, it had just been a, uh, whoever the top two candidates were out of whoever yeah. ran. Um, <laughs> is that whoever got the most signatures? So no, in in, in my case, it had just been, you know, if we would have all qualified, Okay, it, uh-huh. it would have just been whoever the, the top two vote getters were in the uh-huh. primary, which, uh, I was the only candidate who knocked doors in my race. Like when it came out to the, to the the race itself, like my uh, uh, opponent had been in office for 12 years. Like she was an old racist white lady. And (laughs) I I have no problem saying that. Packed her up. Like, no, she literally was a Republican. Like there were so many times where it's like. In Pontiac too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, so I, as a socialist represent, like, I think the most conservative section of the city, like it is the only part of the city that did not vote for Gretchen back in 2018. Hmm. Uh, it didn't, and we're talking about primary because, like, yeah. it's Pontiac. It will yeah, always vote Democratic, yeah. right, no, no matter right. what in the general. But like, they voted for uh, <laughs> for Sri Tanadar of all people back in twenty eighteen. Nice, um, which just means that, like my none of Democrats voted in my district. And then I remember both, like knocking doors in my district and coming across uh, Trump flags constantly Ooh, love that. or like no it's it's always better when you get to like the subversive racism where like you have to really know the dog whistles uh yeah. like when there was a house where like they had like the like like those fucking like christian inspirational quotes that are like outside someone's like door.
1: philippians four thirteen on the doormat
2: right yeah. i'm
0: sure you said that wrong <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh they had the old rugged cross poem on a thing in their front yard oh yeah and it's oh. like if you know the old, like if you know that whole old rugged crossing it's like that that's extreme racism yeah like it's if you've like seen spongebob too. You're, wor- you're working for it you're yeah. working for it's it like if you've seen spongebob yeah. this isn't just darkness this is advanced darkness <laughs> yeah. like that's what the fuck this was um but i raised money because like th- th- luckily for me like i i inhabit this really weird space being like uh uh a socialist, really. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel in the safe space on the internet just saying like, and non council chambers, I'm a commie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, like, just to put it yeah. out there, I am a communist, yeah, yeah. right? And so when I ran for office, up until that point, like I had done so much work in like the progressive, dim sock, you know, socialist space that most socialists in Michigan inhabit, which is like, we don't like the party, but like we will do work with you. We recognize yeah. like the... The situation that we inhabit here, mm-hmm. uh, and like so, over those early years of me being involved, cause I'm only 22, so like I didn't get involved re- like for real until after 2018, and just being the progressive voice in the room who was like the normal person, and by normal, it's just like their stupid ass definition of I'm a brown person, <laughs> okay. who like the Obama effect is the way I usually uh-huh. describe it, <laughs> but being able to really like latch on to the hey. I haven't I haven't pissed you guys off too much yet. I may be a socialist, and you all know it. You all know my policies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But are you gonna like allow a Republican to win the seat again after right. I've done all these amazing things for you and your other candidates? Like recognizing that, like, hey, I, you need me, right? And I, really? like being being able to like kind of like show that in a race. So, you know, being able to raise money from friends of mine who are in the party who have Mm -hmm. who have money, who are like, nope, we want to support a candidate that actually supports things like Mm -hmm. uh, cracking down heavily on landlords and all those things. Uh, Love that. So raising that money from like essentially friends like my uh, campaign was mainly funded by friends of mine Mm -hmm. or people who had seen the work that I've been doing in progressive spaces, Uh, a couple packs that did things specifically in like criminal justice reform. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, uh, the unions gave gave money because I'm from Pontiac. Um, But using that money to then like heavily like make sure that okay, my opponent's not knocking doors because we did have to loop Uh back to that. Didn't knock doors. Didn't have a actual campaign plan. Had no like literature. Wasn't gonna try. No, because like her entire thought was like, oh, like no one's gonna run against me. I've run now for three terms. Yeah, and no one has ever gotten close. Why would it happen this time? And me being 22, well, 21 at the time. You think that she even looked in my direction? Absolutely Definitely not. not. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was out here like designing my own lit. Like I mailed like six, seven times. I was knocking doors every weekend. Like uh, you probably remember, like Zach Venture and yeah. like Des. Zach and Des were out canvassing with me every single weekend. That's cool. Yeah. So like I was the only candidate out there between me and my opponent who was like actually like in people's faces. Did uh, you
0: did you receive or do you think that you received any like weird pushback? Saying that, like, you're a socialist and I'm running for your city council because you're directly talking to these people. Yeah.
2: Yeah, So, not really. Like, when Mm -hmm. when having the discussion, like, so let's be clear, like, I didn't go up to everyone's room and be like, hey, I'm a socialist. Right. (laughs) Like, all all of my literature is like, if you talk to me or listen to anything that I've said whatsoever, you recognize that I fucking hate capitalism. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like the the, the hatred is always biting, it's always there. And the few times that someone would be like, oh, he's like super progressive, he's a socialist. I'm like, let me explain to you what I mean by socialism. Yeah like and i would explain it in like the most like on the level that we're on discussion mm-hmm. where it's like okay yeah. socialism can mean like obviously um democratizing the workplace you know workers owning the means of production like that's a conversation that we can't have mm. which in a union town not the most difficult discussion as long as you sure. frame it that way For sure. But explaining to people like, yeah, socialism does mean like having nice roads that are paved and taken care of. It means like not having failing water infrastructure. It Mm. means having public transportation. Uh, It means that, you know, you're allowed to live somewhere and not pay half of your income on rent every fucking month. Like when you explain it in the like, hey, I want to crack down on landlords. I want to fix our roads. People hear socialism and they're like, oh, well, I like all those things right like as you talk to people they're like oh well i need these things to happen i need these public goods it's like to arguably i'd say that uh local government is the place in which like leftists shine okay because it's it's the it's the, so the being too. so close to home and being able to say no these are the actual issues that are yeah. affecting day-to-day people you're having like the kitchen table like discussions but policy-wise
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: like, you know, one of the main things that I hear back at home is like, you know, we don't have a, a youth recreation center yeah. and we haven't had one for years. And you have no clue how often like everything is tied back to youth recreation in the, in the minds of our citizens, whether it be mm-hmm. uh, crime, education or really anything. It's like, oh, well, these kids don't have a youth center. But when you have that discussion, OK, well, what does a youth center mean? Well, it's youth recreation. Like It's, a, it's an enrichment. But on top of that, it's a, a safe place with resources that you can provide to people. <clears throat> Arguably, if you do it correctly, you can build all these amazing things to make it a, a really nice space. Yeah. So, like, there are a lot of things that happen there, but like, obviously, running on the issues that are really close to what we care about, uh, and really just hammering home on the issues on doors, like, not even getting into the discussion of, like, oh, well, I'm a socialist. It's like, okay, I'm a socialist, but it means this. Yeah. yeah. And then just really yeah. hammering home what it means. People are like, oh, I agree with those things. Those things make yeah. sense. Yeah. And I did that the entire way to the election. I, Pretended as if my opponent didn't exist and just ran on the issues. And when we had our first debate, she tried to like attack me oh, wow. character wise. And she's like, okay, cool, great. Issues. I, I legit pretended as if she didn't exist the entire the election. And then on the debate stage, I did the same thing.
0: Did she hit you with the, uh, you're a dirty commie, don't vote for him? <laughs> yeah.
2: No, no. So the funniest moment was when, because uh, I obviously had time these things out on the debate stage. Sure. And I knew for a fact that the thing that was the biggest issue is I was young. I literally was 21 years old. I was born in the year 2000. Oh, so yeah. was
1: she hitting you with things like, Oh, you don't have life experience. Oh, How could 100%. you really know? Oh
2: goodness.
0: What does he know about running a city? Yeah. exactly. She was yeah. like,
2: what does he know about Brownfields and Teffa? It's like, tax increment finance like like that's not difficult brownfield you can you can learn <laughs> yeah. these things by reading it's not hard to read a damn thing like it, just because you didn't while you were in office <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean that I'm not going to right so i remember on the debate stage like making sure like oh yeah and the reason why i'm qualified for this is not only my experience being a poor black man from the city that i'm now trying to help run like it's not like having experience being like literally on the bottom rung of society in a city that's already on the bottom rung of the county yeah gives me any life experience but like i'm petty i will (laughs) sit here and like read to you all the official reasons why i am better than you nice and this moment was just reading off every endorsement that i had and imagine being in the city of Pontiac where every union has endorsed you and the only endorsements that she had were from the Oakland County Sheriff's Deputy... Oh, no. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was gonna be police. Oh. The Oakland County Sheriff's Deputy Association, which endorsed her because she chaired the public safety uh, committee for them. Of course. Mm-hmm. And because the Sheriff's Association like main building is in my district, which she used to represent. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also the fire department. Uh, and okay. it's like, yep, public safety. I get it. And yeah. then, surprisingly enough, this is a thing that I have to—they'll they'll never see it. The, <laughs> there was a, a group of ministers and pastors in my city who I can't go into too much detail, but I found out like they, as a group, endorsed my opponent. Yeah, yeah. But I did find out that like that endorsement wasn't unanimous.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, sick. So you had some, you had some uh, reach in there, some right. influence.
2: Um, but I like listed every union and every group that endorsed me. And it's kind of ruthless to tell like be on a stage full of black voters, because this is a black absentee voter city. Yeah. And saying on stage, Yeah, so I have the endorsement of UAW. I have the endorsement of the sheet metal workers, the pipe fitters, the building trades, IBEW like everybody. Just, just yeah. going through the yeah. list. And then after I did that, she wasted all of her time on her next statement actually giving a really shitty answer to a really ridiculous question okay and she tries to then cram in her uh union endorsements at the end and they're like time you're out of time and she's like <laughs> so he can say it and i can't oh and they're like time my God. they're like no bitch you can't say it wow <laughs> was
1: it was it like the same debate format that we see for like bigger like national primaries and stuff like you have a minute to talk uh 30 seconds to rebut.
2: not even okay. like I, if i remember correctly it was like you had like two minutes and then like no, we didn't get rebuttals, actually. We, we, oh, we would either wow. get this, like, either it would be like, hey, you know, here's a question. And if that question is applicable to both of you, both of you will answer it. Okay. Or if there's a question, either way. Gotcha. So obviously I'm not getting any, like, what have you done incumbency questions because mm-hmm. I haven't been in office. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it, it was it was funny because, like, the questions that they would give us that were, like, the same question, it would be like, okay, well, what have you done? Uh, like there was a there's a uh, apartment complex in my district that has a lot of problems
0: okay
2: um uh, and we're not going to like get into it but like think what happens yeah. when you concentrate poverty and don't give any help right yeah. for sure and so the question was like you know what are you going to do about crime in this in this area oh, and no. she immediately talks about like how she helped replace like the boiler systems in the, in these buildings and how like <laughs> these people didn't have heat, which is the thing. It did happen like that yeah. apartment complex didn't have heat. It was a ridiculous thing, but we're talking about crime. And then she goes into like, Oh, well we need to make sure that we're, you know, holding them account, like the residents accountable. And then it's like all these, like essentially cause she used to be an apartment manager. Mm-hmm. My apostle, so, oh, of course, well, of funny, course. hilarious fact. <laughs> Not only was my uh, opponent like a former apartment manager, <laughs> she used to be my apartment manager oh, as that's a tough. child. She that's was awesome. I used to, I lived in Section 8 housing and yeah. she ran yeah. where I lived at. I want to say from like when we moved in, it's like 2003 until about 2010. Okay, and she was a bitch the whole time. Then I bet like she was a horrible person. Like she would try to evict you. Like oh, like you're a single mom who's like baby father is here to babysit your kid. Well, why is this person oh, who's God. not the least here overnight? It's like
0: you got a fuck? crazy origin story. No, though. for real, <laughs> it's, it's all awesome. shit.
2: So like when I ran against her, it was just like a like a full circle prophecy. Yeah, because also at the time, like uh, funny enough, my my ex fiance,
0: mm-hmm.
2: her mom, and my former opponent's daughter were best friends. Oh, because they have the same name, yeah, which is Jamie, okay.
0: and so okay. it was like Black
2: Jamie and White Jamie. Okay, um, but so you know, I'm like super tied to my opponent. Weirdly, yeah. it's like a really, really weird, it's a thing. personal battle. history there. and <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't even like intending to be personal; it was just like it just happened to work out that way. But back to the apartment thing. She is giving like these really like standard like republican personal responsibility answers. Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, well, if we want to address crime, let's talk about resources. Let's talk about like, you know, helping people and talk making sure if- yeah. Right. And I'm like touching on like crime and poverty yeah. and like obviously in a city full of black and brown people that gets applause. For sure. Right. Yeah. And like imagine being on stage as like every answer you give is like you're getting pity claps if that. <laughs> And then this young brown man next to you is just like just killing the room. Yeah, yeah. like the room is just in roaring applause. Oh my god! Awesome, I bet. Yeah, and so like it, it, it's just like when you recognize that the issues that you should be talking about relate to the people who you're talking to, it's not hard to do the right job for sure. No. But instead, no, we have someone who just hates on poor black and brown people and on, a, on a regular basis.
1: Reach out to the community. Yeah. Do any community outreach. Talk to people.
2: And that's why a twenty-one year old was able to like again beat a three term incumbent by like, yeah. twenty-four points. Able like to it, fire. For, literally. It was yeah. like it, it wasn't even like, oh, we like Tim more It was like, get the fuck
0: out. For real. <laughs> we hate you, please leave. I guess my last question on this would be uh, I, I feel like I have this notion, and it may just be because we me and Gage pay attention a lot to like radical radical politics and like very reactionary politics. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that city councils, school boards, local politics tends to be very reactionary. Is that your experience as well? Oh, 100%. Okay, okay. all right.
2: It's the, it's the most interpersonal shit ever. Yeah. Like, you don't recognize, like, we, we look at, like, the national-scale politics constantly, and we're like, oh, yeah, that shit's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, we laugh at, like, what happened with, like, Matt Gates almost bucking his ass, <laughs> ass beat on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and like recognize that like that shit happens on a regular basis mm-hmm. in council like city chambers. councils like
0: without making the viral moment so they're real. doing it cuz they want it's to It's just
2: on meeting
1: minutes that's where it lives Well
2: so it, the, the <laughs> <laughs> there's a part of me that is like telling you this to like just just watch okay. some Pontiac okay. City Council meetings <laughs> uh I mean a key example so in Pontiac, I, I can I can tell you my Tuesday Verbatim every Tuesday. Okay. Meeting every Tuesday. Yep. Because okay. the same thing will happen every time. Oh, nice. So meeting starts at six every Tuesday. We yeah. we are one of the few councils who meet every single week. We come in. We have public comment. Well, we sorry. We have uh, setting the agenda, agenda address. So the first time the public can speak. Obviously, the actual meeting, mm-hmm. public comment, uh, closing comments, end of meeting. Yeah. <clears throat> Tell me why. <laughs> Every single week, really, since I've taken office, the former mayor of Pontiac, who, uh, if no one knew this, uh, we did an internal audit after she after she left office, after nice. she won. So take a step back. In New Year's Eve, the year before we the before we took office, the previous mayor rented a U-Haul truck, mm. okay, and had city employees and herself uh, loading city documents. <laughs> Oh. Into this U Haul truck.
0: Oh my god, they so did the Donald Trump. I, I, that's what I was just <laughs> about They did the to Joe Biden. Yes. <laughs>
2: so we're gonna start there. But we did like an internal audit and like come to find out, woman uh incorrectly spent, mishandled. Oh god. And we say mishandled because some of the money was mishandling and the other part of it was like blatant like use of money for personal uses. Yeah. Uh over a million dollars. Oh there's my some, God!
1: There's some lore here. That's
2: and, wow, and, and that's like a base, like that's a like top level internal audit. We could have gone further. Just,
0: just straight up corruption, just skimming the thin city. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, like one of them was uh, like taking a trip to New York mm. and getting a like okay. uh, getting like, a junior suite. Oh, and there was like no conference in New York that she had to go to. It's just
1: for funsies. Yeah, or just like she
2: she went to uh, there was a conference at, I think I want to say like in Hawaii.
1: She's like, I want to see what local like Hawaii policy is. I want to see if it's working. Well, like <laughs>
2: conferences and like those things. I, so the issue wasn't even that. It's that she took a stop in, uh, in California uh, and oh, nice. then like had to have the city like send her documents that she like had made the city pay like, overnight shipping for us. Like you're doing stupid shit. She, you're just yes. wasting money. But she shows up to every council meeting to criticize the new mayor and council for shit that either we're actively undoing what she did or uh-huh. it's, we're doing the thing in which she complained last week about us not doing. And now she's like, oh, how dare you do that? It's like, what dog. So she does that. Okay. And then one of our former council members uh, shows up to every meeting. Well, for, there are a couple weeks that she was gone. Okay. And she solely shows up just to, just to complain and talk shit. She is literally a, a contrarian. Wow. I could, I could show up and be like, I want to pass a resolution saying that the sky is blue. She would walk in there and be like, "Well, you see, when I was on council, well, this guy actually isn't blue. When I was on council, we used to and uh, the, it's like, and me and my constituents. First of all, you don't have constituents. You are no <laughs> longer fired. in office. Like you are an ex employee of the of the citizens.
1: God damn! Like every
2: week they show up." Uh-huh. And there, uh, there's like a literal group of people Who like same personalities every week Who are just saying things that are absolutely insane it's A bunch of goons and goobers Yeah and I'm a mean person <laughs> I, I, I can't just simply That's like okay. look yeah, at a person a, yeah, And just good. be like Oh like this person's just a little, little
1: oh, okay little for sure. extra yeah, we'll, I can deal we'll with into it
2: consideration. I, I can't hide my face mm-hmm. <laughs> I physically can't So when I hear something stupid It's either stupid to the point where I'm like What the fuck are you talking <laughs> <laughs> Or there's the worst one, which people get a lot, which is the, I'm smiling at you because I do think that you are dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh I'm God. genuinely laughing and nodding in your face. And it's just like, no, because at this point, I'm just tired of it. Like, none of nice. these things are grounded Real. in reality. Stop talking, please. But like also, you're, wasting minutes. you're a citizen. You're entitled to your two two minutes for agenda address, three for public comment. <laughs> when you're done talking, we will finish and go on about our day.
0: Right that's oh, great I'm, that's, I'm glad to know that our um our hypothesis has been affirmed by you that really? city council politics are just insane You're doing
2: the on the ground work yeah. yeah no like personally if you want to hate the concept of politics and hating people run for local office <laughs> be a politician <laughs> because it, it's the most interpersonal things because like on like on a, even on a congressional level right you can have people who hate you in your city and then be like ah oh, okay next city I don't really give a shit that I'm not here anymore yeah yeah when it comes to like city level things the per- the people who hate you are like families who like <laughs> f- like hey I, me and my family name have been here for 80 years uh-huh. and we're not uh-huh. going anywhere and you did a thing that hurts our family so we're going to do out. this
0: and you see them at the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: or it's like the like oh yeah i'm not going to vote i'm not going to vote for you because 20 years ago you stole my like sister's pencil and she's hated you ever since oh my then God. it's like the like it's all like the small like petty like high school shit that like transfers over it's like sick we are grown ass adults
1: especially being like young and 21 because you've got your friends you went to high school with and graduated with
2: well so like luckily for me in my case the people who i went to school and graduated with if they lived in my district they voted for me like, oh, let's, let's, let's be, like, okay okay right there. but like it's the older people, because I'm, again, I'm the youngest, I'm 22 Like, my family name, like The family name that people would know in my city I don't have as my actual last name Yeah. Okay. And when I say it, they're like, oh So you're related to so-and-so, and they love my side Of the family, there you go. like, my family name Is, like, golden, Nice. I just never use it But meanwhile Like, you'll, like, have, like, actual policy discussions That are getting entirely derailed Solely because someone was Someone's friend back in, like, middle school, and they did a the thing And nah, now people crazy. are upset, and it's like I don't give a fuck. I, I want to pass this ordinance about housing and you're, uh-huh. and you we're here complaining about, uh, someone's house not being like up to code because you hate them because they let their dog shit in your yard 30 years ago like i don't care
1: (laughs) someone's coming and complaining they actually didn't cut their grass yeah i was your math teacher in seventh grade and i remember you (laughs) didn't turn this one assignment in you're actually
0: dog shit at the times tables (laughs) you could not finish those how can we trust him to be a city councilman if if you you couldn't
1: finish your times tables you couldn't do a hundred multiplication problems in three minutes
2: how can you be trusted to run the
1: city of pontiac
0: no, but like, <laughs> it's the most insane shit. Yeah,
2: but it's true. That's really what it comes down to. Half the time, it's like, why? Why are we doing this? We're adults. What are we
0: doing here? Yeah, foul, well nice. It's adults.
2: Really, are just children.
0: No, they are. Adults they are. do
2: not have shit figured out. They, the it's only thing crazy. I've learned from doing politics more so than just growing up and being an adult is that the people who are supposed to know shit in the room don't know shit. Nice. Absolutely not.
0: Everyone's just winging it.
2: Literally, <laughs> nobody has. <laughs> Everyone's any winging, winging it.
0: Uh, Well, speaking of winging it, I think we can get right into the news and talk about uh, our first story here, which is all about winging it, actually. We're talking about the debt ceiling again, and no exaggeration, as we expected, the Republican Party has announced kind of officially that they are going to hold the economy hostage until they get budget cuts, holding it hostage by not raising the debt ceiling, Uh, and they might kill the hostage, uh, (laughs) as they've threatened to do, uh, which has never happened before, but might happen, and we'll get into what happens if that does happen, but we knew that more insane members of the GOP, they were planning on not raising the debt ceiling. Uh, We knew that the 20 holdouts that were voting against Mm -hmm. Kevin McCarthy back when the speakership vote was going on, we knew that they wanted to be able to press the big red button, And it seems like they might get what they want because more moderate members of the GOP House in more swing districts, even districts that voted for Biden, have said that they're not going to back a, quote, clean debt ceiling raise, Yeah, which means they won't vote to raise the debt ceiling without something being paired with it. And we're gonna assume it's budget cuts, which oh, we'll get to. Getting rid of social security in a little bit. Right. Uh, what is
1: his what's his name? Chuck Grassley's all up in this bill. Like let's
0: get rid of it guys. <laughs> Come on, this is the easy one. So for listeners that may not know, I want to go into exactly what the debt ceiling is. You know we've got some new listeners. Uh, we got Always. some people listening to the show and I don't want to leave them behind. So for several decades, since about like the 1970s, the United States government has ran at a deficit, except for under Bill Clinton. There was a few years there where we ran at a surplus, meaning that we Crazy. spend more money than we bring in through taxation and other sources, et cetera. So to pay for everything that Congress votes to pay for, we have to borrow money, right? And the mm-hmm. Treasury Department is in charge of borrowing this money, managing the debt, taking on, con- taking on debt from other countries that we use in the form of U.S. bonds, right? So we sell our U.S. bonds, countries buy it. We're indebted to them, and then we pay for the services we need to pay for. But the Treasury, as of like, I think after World War II, has a ceiling on how much they can borrow and pay for. A ceiling on how much they can pay interest, on how much more they can borrow to pay for the things Congress says we had to pay for. And that's the debt ceiling. To be clear, the money's already been spent at this point. When When the Treasury's borrowing money or they're paying interest, the money's gone, right? The Treasury just handles the debt that Congress has already authorized to to be taken on. Not raising the debt ceiling it doesn't mean we spend less. It doesn't mean the deficit goes down. The money's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of Republicans say something along the lines of like, well, we need to not raise the debt ceiling because the budget deficit needs to go down. Right. Like we need to we need to lower the national debt. And it's like the money's gone. Yeah. <laughs> like we, the, the money's already gone. There's nothing that lowering the debt ceiling is going to do. Uh, and if the debt ceiling isn't raised, means we can't pay interest on our loans. We can't take out uh, or we can't sell new U.S. bonds, uh, which means that we default on our debt, and the stock market plunges, interest rates spike. Uh, we can't pay for we can't pay for social programs like the military or uh, you know Social Security, veterans benefits, that kind of thing. Government
1: employees don't get paid. Basically, means yeah. like
0: great recession, akin to the Great Depression. Um, so that's fun, that's and that that's something Republicans are that's <laughs> bad, bad, not too. good. It's basically where we're at right now. Yeah,
2: I will say bad, bad, not good. Yeah, as an so you know that that's a that's the name of an actual band, right? Oh
1: yeah, kind of gas too. Time moves slow is a
2: good song. Oh, so ignoring time moves slow, <laughs> right? So funny enough, I have a record player. Okay, I have that record on vinyl. Uh, the album number four, <clears throat> but uh, it blows my mind, right? That we just allow the government to have like a, a button. Essentially, that they're just allowed to be like, you know what?
0: Ridiculous. We just, want, <laughs> we just want everything to come to a screeching halt. The global economy, too. Because like the world relies on the interest that we pay through U.S. bonds. It's yeah. seen as like the safest investment that you can make because we always pay it back. Because yeah. we're a, a government. We're the biggest country in the world. or We're the wealthiest country in the world. We always pay this stuff back. And for the, the debt ceiling to not be raised and for us to default on our loans would be disastrous for the entire globe in oh. terms of like the the financialization of our current markets yeah and, and,
2: and the fact that we're allowing like what 228 individuals just like yeah. hold <laughs> oh, hold the yeah. world market hostage do you know what happen uh if a different country did this, what would the U.S. We'd do? Invade. We'd invade. <laughs> we invade. If, if China did
1: this, it'd be crazy. You would never stop hearing about it on Fox yeah. News. Like, I can't imagine. No,
0: we would We would literally do a coup, replace their government, and make them do what we want. That's nuts.
2: You'd be out. he would be out. So, like, the, it, it it blows my mind because I, I think the, the worst part in all of this is that I feel like, like, the the big red button that we keep allowing them to push would be less of an issue if, mm-hmm. like, we legit, and this is me speaking from the outside of the house, so me being, okay, okay. right? Because, like, before I got on council, I, could, I used to say things, and it's like, okay, it makes a little more sense now. Yeah. Some of it's still stupid, right? For sure. So, like, I look at this, and I think, why are there not more people... And I say on our side, I mean it loosely. Mm -hmm. When I say our side, I do truly kind of mean like the more progressives of the group. Or people who just like who like to shit stir. Real. because like, uh. Let's be clear. We do have centrists who are Democrats who just simply want to just cause problems or like <laughs> have their face be out and there. They call
0: themselves the problem-solvers cause. And then they go to Funny the enough. World Economic Forum and <laughs> right. fist bump. Yeah. Like,
2: imagine having those people just say like, oh yeah, no, the reason why your grandma's not getting healthcare tomorrow is because the Republicans decided they're not gonna pay you. Yeah. Oh, like your, grandma, your grandma can't pay rent tomorrow? I can tell you exactly who did that. Mm-hmm. Like being able to just straight up say like, nope, the reason why, like your dad is a federal worker, and like you can't have uh, like Christmas, or why you're, you don't have school uniforms right now, why you don't have food this person why
0: you suddenly can't afford your car payment yeah (laughs) just straight up just
2: cutting all like the bullshit like oh well we have to work together to get this done no start pointing fingers being like nope this is this is the person this is the actual thing that's happening yeah
1: we've been saying this for so long if the democrats in congress just got up there and just started pointing fingers like and even it's I guess part of it is that rhetoric and discourse in this country is absolutely so fucked that you really, you can't engage with people who are unwilling to engage with you, yeah. right? Because you can point to things like the baby formula shortage yeah. and uh, gas prices, and you can say, well, we tried to pass bills, but all 50 Republicans in Congress voted no against them and they couldn't get through.
2: See, no, I'm, And they I'm, just I'm, say,
1: well, we shouldn't have got to this point anyway.
2: See, I'm meaner than that. I'm the <laughs> per- I, I am the person who's like, no, I will sit here and give you every single step of the way where this stupid shit happens as you should because like to me there is the part of speaking as a person who has to deal with like the democratic
0: party right (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. so
2: recognizing that when i say people to the right of me i'm still talking about people who are liberals yeah and being able to like i recognize that within our own room being like hey i'm not going to completely put you on blast but if you do Mm -hmm. some real fuck shit
0: yeah Get ready.
2: I'm gonna let you know, there is no courtesy once you leave my side of the room. Oh,
0: so when it comes to the Republicans,
2: sure. it's like, nope. I will remind you yeah. of every single every single failing that you did to get here, uh-huh. and like to me, it it just to me as a person who, when I ran in, in Pontiac, like a lot of people are not politically engaged. Yeah, like yeah. the reason why. I haven't done polling, but like my approval rating is probably one of the highest of all the council members because no one really yells at me because I'm the age that I am. But also I am a person who is just straight to the point. I don't do any like the, oh, well, I'll look into that and I think we should do this. Like There are meetings where I like straight up just look over at the mayor and I'm like – So, this (laughs) thing needs to happen. And the fact that it hasn't happened, I I do not give a fuck.
1: You don't pussyfoot around the issue.
2: Because there's no point. Also, people elected me to do literally my job. Like, my job is to to hold you accountable and to represent my people. That's what I'm going to do. You got to be
0: a dickhead. I'm going to advocate for
2: them. Right. So, like, the reason why people who have told me to my face, like, hey, I don't politically agree with you on a lot of things, I think that some of the shit that you say is like some really crazy socialist shit. But I know at the end of the day you're not going to Bullshit me yeah. you're not going to like You're going to fight for what actually needs to be fought for Yeah, And I think there's a lot of Merit in being able to be So for example I had a friend That ran for uh, City council no, ran for mayor Down in Adrian that yeah. Will Garcia if you know That name he's actually the co-chair of uh, Huron Valley DSA nice And the idea of like a Socialist mayor in Adrian Is like what the fuck that, that, yeah. that's rural country But it's like uh-huh this is a man who does skilled trade work, works for a municipality, uh, is a union person who comes from like a, f- a farm town, has lived there his entire life, knows what it means yeah. to be in a rural area, but knows how socialist messaging and issues affect mm-hmm. uh, all sections of life. And he only lost his race by, I think, like 72 votes.
0: damn. Okay. damn. In
2: the city of Adrian as a socialist. Yeah. and it's like basically yeah. one right <laughs> yeah. and, and stop the count <laughs> stop the count no yeah. more but like being able to like really be like nope these are the things that are happening these are the people i can point yeah. at and being able to say that without really any issue so back to the debt ceiling yeah like the fact that there are not more people who are like taking the time to be like nope give me that cnn spot Give me that mm-hmm. uh, that NBC spot. Shit, let me come on Fox News. I'll go there and I will sit yeah. there and rip you fuckers to your faces yeah. about every finger. single thing that you didn't do. And I'm the uh, so me being petty. One of my favorite things I did is like going to the county commission uh, offices and like talking about public transit because the Republicans were like hating on expanding public transit. Yeah, of course they are. And I spent my entire three minutes public comment in front of the commissioners. Ripping on the Republicans from the Republican Perspective I'm like yeah you want you want economic Development you want people to like yeah. Develop in your town you want these things to happen guess how You do that public transit yeah and I Ream them with the most like Fiscal like Thought process ever And it's like yeah by speaking your own language you also recognize how fucking stupid you sound
0: yeah, you're wrong it's, from it's both like, sides It's the cognitive dissonance <laughs> that they
1: have to like it's that space they have to be in to be able to push the rhetoric that they do push and yeah. it's like there there is so much to just speaking candidly as a politician right because that's yeah. the whole thing everybody politics around all their answers It's like well yeah i'll get to that my office we're working really hard to look into this Everyone knows you're not. Everyone knows you're speaking (laughs) disingenuously. And as much as Trump spewed bullshit, that's kind of what people liked about him because they thought that he was real. Even though he wasn't, he's a fucking billionaire. I
0: I think a lot of the time, and we've talked about this plenty on the pod, I think people just want to see someone they've elected to be pissed off with them. Yeah. Yeah. So many times they just (laughs) like they have this anger and this this insecurity they feel about whatever their situation is. And they just feel like people aren't fighting for them as they should be. Uh, and I think that that reflects a lot on like, especially the Democrats in the Senate. That just they don't get angry like they should. Oh, no. like it is Republicans that are stopping you from getting, say, the child tax credit that's no longer in place because of them. And if you show that kind of fury, especially when you can't get something done, it kind of just—I don't—I know. I think it resonates with people. I mean, it, it'll be great to see what like John Fetterman does now that this fucking yeah, big Sasquatch sure. of a man from Braddock is <laughs> in there—the largest bald man they could find. Yeah. yeah,
2: but I mean, like, but like you're you're right because I. Looking at like the members of the, of the squad, right? Yeah, I think immediately off the top of our head, we can we know which squad member gets the least amount of shit from the from the from the socialists. It's Rashida. Yeah, yeah, because Rashida openly and actively is a person who's like, oh no, I'm pissed off. And I'm going to let you know that I'm pissed off. I have no problem yeah. telling yeah, you she's that. Great, yeah. Be it she's from Detroit, like she's a brown woman from <laughs> Detroit, like she's going to tell you that she's pissed off. It's a it's a default setting. Yeah, and like it, to your point, it's very. There's a reason why even when she got primaried by someone who had money, I think, coming from APAC, like, it was not even a touchable race. Yeah. Because Rashida is loved by her district because of how she is. The honesty, the straightforwardness. I mean, like, the first thing that she did when she won was... Oh, we're going to impeach that motherfucker! Yeah, yeah. Like we used to only hear that level of candidness from the Republicans, or when Better or Work was trying to be cool,
0: and like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it didn't work. It always came off so weird. Anti cool. <laughs>
2: it made me funny to you what, motherfucker. What's up, cool kids with the fucking skateboard on your yeah. shoulder?
0: But like, it, it in
2: in the context of the conversation, like it, it would be useful to have like democratic reps or shit even if they're if the republicans who that's the thing that blows my mind is like the, there is a, a bit of cohesion that the that the republicans can benefit from simply yeah. by just having like the you will fall in line mindset and just yeah.
1: representing straight white america
2: yeah but like you know how much it would benefit some of them to be like oh no the reason why you insert white person from the trailer park mm-hmm. cannot pay their bills today is because other white person who I currently hate at the moment is also doing fuck shit. Yeah. Because it's less about you shitting on your uh, your colleague and more like, oh no, I'm showing you that even within the Republican side, I am more on the ground than they are.
0: Well, see, and but that's that's the problem, though, is that when Republicans do that, it's never, it's this person that's doing it. It's like the immigrants the that are taking your jobs, black people in their cities, yeah. welfare queens, yeah. or even just the Jews and sometimes. Even, like Even when sometimes. it sometimes. is, yeah. <laughs>
1: even when it is them pointing at other Republicans, it's people like Matt Gates pointing at Kevin McCarthy and saying, yeah. Kevin McCarthy is a rhino and I actually want to move the country further right.
0: right. It's yeah. them
1: being disingenuous and lying about the issue and then ultimately, still scapegoating uh, the Jewish community, black and brown people, and all these other marginalized communities. Yeah, yeah.
2: and then like and the, and the Democrats
0: do really nothing to, to, they, to they fight do that, nothing to push it's the back. It's a ratchet effect. Yeah, oh my god! Exactly. Uh, getting back to the debt ceiling here, though, I do have two interesting points. First is that uh, Secretary of the Treasury Janet Yellen said that we already hit the debt limit last nice. Thursday, but we're now taking quote extraordinary measures to continue to pay the interest on our debt so we don't default. I don't know how this works. I I don't. If we hit the debt limit, I I feel like they're just moving money around in like the government's accounts trying to make things work so that we don't fall under. But she said this will last until like June.
2: All I'm saying is that this just reminds me of, like, a, a good argument for modern monetary theory. Absolutely. It's like, the, like we recognize that these things are already paid for, which actually brings me to a really solid point of, like, the fact that we could just cancel all student loan debt because yeah, it's already
0: yeah. been paid for. It's not real. We recognize <laughs> that debt
2: isn't real. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's all already paid for. They've been, these schools have been paid their money. Yeah. But, like, like you, you're hearing, it's like, oh, well, well, technically we're fine until June. So then the... the the discussion that we are having is kind of one that is just happening for the sake of political discourse. Yeah. Like it, 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 to me, the debt ceiling feels like literally a political football it is a thing that we have to be reminded of every now and then that our entire lives can come screeching to a
0: halt. Yeah. But but that's the thing though is that the the other thing I was going to bring up is that this only ever happens because of Republicans. Yeah, There's never been a time where the Democratic Party threatened to not raise the debt ceiling to get something that they want. It's only ever been Republicans under a Democratic president. No other time has this it, it, has this been employed, not even when Democrats held the house and Donald Trump was the president.
2: Well, it, it will one it's because like the, the 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 missions here like we 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 shown the democrats but at the very yeah. least they have if not a personal and philosophical interest in doing what's good for the people mm-hmm. they have a vested electoral reason to do so yeah. like even if they themselves like joe manchin like hate everything that they're doing cuz he is a republican let's yeah. be real yeah At the very least, he won't do things that will immediately cost him his base.
0: Tank the global economy, (laughs) right?
2: And so, like Republicans, to them, it's the idea like they're 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 conserving, they're stopping the Democrats, they're they're being the 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 uh, stalwarts to to hold back the the floodgates of Democratic spending. Were, and, and also it serves a function because like recognize that the Democrats actually did things that they ran on. Mm-hmm. We would win. We wouldn't lose. Like, do you know what would happen if we passed? Uh, shit, not even socialized medicine. If we even had, if Obamacare a, worked, right? If we <laughs> had a, if we had an actual public option, yeah. Even, if we had not even free four year college, but like shit, there were like every, every state must have like so many like, universities that have to be like. Just community college was free. Like, the small, simple shit we would win. And so, like, the debt ceiling serves as a, like, immediate, again, like a red button. Like, nope, Mm -hmm. gates closed. Don't even get the chance to do a good thing.
0: Yeah, we don't have a country anymore. That's what that does. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Because then they get to make the argument of, like, oh, you see how ineffectual they were? You see what happens mm -hmm. when they had power and they just didn't do anything, which they they wouldn't.
0: they were gonna do anything regardless. But no. But <laughs> and that's the Republican argument here is that the only reason we need to raise the debt ceiling is because Democratic spending is out of control. That's the argument and they've that, been making.
1: That's that's the crazy shit to me because that's just not true. Yeah. Um, under Trump, it's something it's a stat I bring up all the time. He raised the uh the the, the, the national deficit. debt. He yeah. raised the deficit more than any other president before him had raised the def raised the deficit pre COVID. I think it's by Texas, the end yeah. of his presidency, um, after COVID and all, he had raised the deficit three trillion. Trillion dollars,
0: yeah, F- fucking insane. That's what doing massive tax cuts for the rich will do to you, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all
1: while riding the uh, the coattails of Obama's economic recovery, yeah, mm-hmm. two thousand eight.
2: Uh, and like the other, like really rough part about it is, is like again, messaging is such a, a huge thing because yeah. all these yeah. small business owners are like, oh, the Republicans are fighting for me. Do you not recognize that, like, most economic development happens under Democratic administrations? Yeah. Because Democrats like to spend money. Yeah. Because, again, money concept? Hmm. Questionable. (laughs) But, like, the fact that we, as a country, print our own money— literally we yeah. run our own currency for the most part we have a lot of flexibility and things that we can do
0: we're the only country that can do that by the way right no other country could do that otherwise their economy would tank yeah. but the the world is basically based on usd so we can just print uh-huh. money and so with that
2: concept like the like when democrats are in charge they tend to spend money and while that money being spent may not be in the best place economic development just happens
0: yeah and so it's crazy how when people have more money, they do more things. <laughs> <laughs> when people have more like, money in this, their pockets, they the, want to consume. You more. know, it's almost Econ like, like those COVID
2: checks like sh- prove something. Really, yeah, real. And then also like the, the the article that like trickle down economics doesn't work. Right, mm-hmm. combining those two things. So like it, it's it blows my mind that like Democrats also don't lean into the fact of like hey, when we're in charge, more money gets spent in your downtowns. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I, as a Republican business owner your your desire is always about money. It's always yeah. about growth. So, like, ignoring how you feel politically, economically, your best interest is just Yeah, I'll accept the Democrat because during that time, people are going to be spending a fuck ton of money. Mm, Yeah.
1: It even goes back to like minimum wage discourse, right? The more money people have in their pockets, even if you're paying, even if at fast food, no one should be working at fast food to support a family. It should just be high schoolers. Even if high schoolers are making $15 an hour, right? In your ideal situation, they got more money to spend. High schoolers aren't throwing money into a Roth IRA. They're not throwing money into a 401k. They're going and consuming that's yeah. what they're doing. They're recirculating money into the economy. Conservatives
0: just get tricked so easily by the culture war issues. I think it's, it's insane because it, it is like the it is white America that is implicitly, I think, or maybe sometimes explicitly, maybe more often explicitly, like just afraid of people of color, of women being in positions of power, and that immediately pushes them. Transing our children, tra- yeah, trans <laughs> people in the inner cities and in the schools, transing our kids. They get so easily pushed into conservative ideologies, which completely run counter to what would actually help them.
2: Yeah. Right. And like and also, you know, it's like every time we have a conversation about about the debt ceiling, it goes away.
0: The yeah, problem gets sure. solved. Yeah. Things
2: keep happening. The blog is kicked down the road until the next Democratic administration where the Republicans win and want to be a dick about it. We're uh-huh. at some point I would hope that people begin to realize the things that we've realized, which is like, wow, like this is a concept that has implications, but let's be real. It's bullshit. It
1: has implications because we made it had implications. And like, that's another thing that debt selling discord does. And even for bringing it back to like modern monetary theory, I'm not an expert. I know like some of the general things about it. Mm-hmm. Debt selling discourse really just serves to keep us buying into the system because mm-hmm. it only works because we buy in it. Yeah. The concept of debt and how through capitalism you have to go through constant like uh, cycles of recessions in order for economic growth to happen. And we only push those out of the poor people. That's only a thing because we kind of buy into it yeah we make it happen we yeah. can change these things
0: yeah so i guess the the question then becomes like what's the solution here obviously get rid of the debt ceiling as a function at all would be a nice thing I'll, just about every other country doesn't do this i us, think you said it was just it's Switzerland.
1: us and either switzerland or sweden were the only two countries yeah. that have debt ceilings based on like an absolute dollar amount every other country that has a debt ceiling does it based on a percentage of gdp
0: yeah, so lacking the house actually deciding to pass something, the only solution I've seen tossed around is Joe Biden minting the one trillion dollar coin and depositing oh. it into our bank into the Sick. U.S. bank account, which is something that people have hypothesized the Treasury can do, but of course has other implications but do down the road. Do you recognize how like, that coin? How like, ridiculous that is? Yeah,
2: like recognize how ridiculous the problem that that we're having is. Yeah. The Biden if, coin. If, if the, the president is even more ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like this was like a fucking super mario solution yeah <laughs> like, wh- wow bowser somehow stole all of the coins in, in the mushroom kingdom so what does princess peach must do Mint a singular coin <laughs> trillion dollars princess
1: peach is gonna borrow against the value of a star and print a trillion dollar coin <laughs> <laughs> it's but ridiculous
2: like, but the fact that the, the solution can literally be hey let me mint this expensive ass coin yeah yep. And just deposit it I mean, And then I'm going to steal it And problem solve for temporarily What? What? Then it's not an actual problem It's, it's not real <laughs> It's absurd If you can make up the
1: solution Why can't we make up a better solution?
0: <laughs> yeah The
2: solution's <laughs> called post-capitalism
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I think So a long run I think Republicans will crack on this Before June Obviously they When like, the time is up Quote-unquote Because you only need 218 votes in the House To pass something mm-hmm. And then I think There's not enough radical Republicans in the Senate That will hold this up eventually 10 of them will break the filibuster and vote for it it's
1: also this same discourse happened what was it like eight months ago yeah no this happened mcconnell was refusing to raise the debt ceiling and then they extended the limit that they can raise it by which how the fuck can you do that this (laughs) is a real
0: issue i can't (laughs) extend extend the date that my rent is due come on now like i can't just do that so it's fake the the problem comes in though for the republicans is that so for for this bill to get to the floor mccarthy's got to do it Right Uh Uh, there's other ways that you can get A bill to the floor like there's some petition that you can File to override the will of the speaker but that Takes quite a long time so eventually I think McCarthy brings this to the floor and if he Does that is he like out or is he Just gonna lose his job yeah because they can just fire Him right can just put up a vote to Fire there's 20 of them that want to press the button Uh, And I I would think That they're probably gonna try to do it so He's in a tough spot for sure global Economy stay the speaker which one is it gonna Be Doug? (laughs) (laughs) I, I you see and I feel like it's like, if you get elected to Congress, I feel as though it's your number one job to not tank the global economy. It's your number one job <laughs> like to make the one thing you can't do. N- well, to not make life harder for your constituents. Well, so, like, let's also talk about,
2: like, Kevin McCarthy just kind of being, like, a, a dumbass who knew Real. what he was getting himself into. Yeah. yeah. He should have <laughs> just backed off from the speakership. Yeah. So, exactly my point. Uh-huh. So- in Pontiac, we changed the city council rules uh, when we took office to make it to where instead of electing uh, president and pro tem yeah. every every for a four year term, which coincides with council, yeah. we change it to where it re- is reevaluated every single year. Nice. And part of that was just because, like, hey, in case we ever need to change course, we can do so. Yeah. But I. Look, even when I did that, it was never the intention of, oh, I want to be council president because in my mind, uh-huh. I am the radical socialist. Yeah. <laughs> who will be looked at forever as the radical socialist. And you think that I want to herd these six cats that are my colleagues? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. No. And like, don't be wrong. Too, like, so so <laughs> I'm not going to like say numbers because so I'll start leaving people out. But like, there's like a, some of my colleagues I, I obviously like more than others.
0: Yeah, thanks.
2: And. There's like, yeah, yeah, me too. E- e- <laughs> like, e- 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 like, even amongst like those of you, those of you who I see on a regular basis, I sometimes feel certain ways about you. Mm-hmm. And like, I would never want to be in the position of hurting spe- some of my specific colleagues. I would never want to do that. Yeah. Okay. So imagine Kevin McCarthy being like, you know what? You know what I want to do? I want to sit here and choose to herd the largest population of cats that will piss on my <laughs> carpet and tear up my couch, including the ones that love to be outside cats talking about the 20 dipshits. Right? Yeah. Like, why, why would you openly be like, yeah, for the longevity of my career, I'm going to hurt these dumb fuckers?
0: I, sh- I don't know. I think it's got to be pride for Kevin McCarthy. He wants the pride. painting that says like Speaker the fucking of the House. Ego. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think it's definitely both. He wants the, you know, the bust of him. He wants the painting up of him. He wants to be in the hallway in the history books. But, yeah, I mean, he's, he's tied his hands behind his back. He can't do anything without losing his job. And, I, yeah, he's fucked in every way. There's nothing he can do. And it's
1: just the concessions that he made are fucking ridiculous. He's the like, weakest speaker in I, history. I, yeah. I don't think that we have it in the show Imagine notes.
2: Nancy giving this much up to the to the oh God. <laughs> or Hakeem Jeffries. Oh, my God. Like we, <laughs> we will never get a thing. But here goes Kevin McCarthy being like, oh, you want that?
0: Here. No, yeah. yeah, it never yeah. would happen because the Democrats never cede anything to the more radical wings of the party. And it doesn't oh happen. Oh my God!
1: He had to cede things that are like things that you wouldn't think a Republican would bring up. Like that, it kind of on the surface makes sense. Like we don't have it in the show notes, but there was a bill that Kevin McCarthy has to bring up by virtue of his agreements to become Speaker that would make it that uh, they would eliminate the IRS. Yes. Eliminate federal income tax. Eliminate all tax except sales tax, and instead it would be a 30% sales tax, and that's how the government would make Just money. Cr-
0: Crushing the working class.
1: Do you you know how much money you have to make to have a thirty two percent like tax bracket?
2: I have not a clue. You have to
1: make in between three hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year and four hundred and twenty or four hundred forty thousand dollars a year. It's something like that to be able to be charged thirty two percent just at that rate. So
2: let's be clear. I'm too poor to worry about my tax rates. Real. I mean, same. I was a student racer. (laughs) There's a lot of people. Yeah. But the, the reason why I say that, like I. I make like fifty six thousand dollars a year. I, uh-huh. work, I work two jo- I work a job. I'm on council, so I have yeah. like the the income that I have to yeah. do that with. But I, I just mark like check, zero. Yeah, okay, I mark zero withholding, and uh-huh. then I just I do my taxes. Like I, which will be coming up soon here. But like I don't think about that. But I know yeah. good and damn well it's not thirty percent. Abs- exactly.
0: <laughs> but it like, might be on your sales tax if Republicans get their way,
2: <laughs> which which is <laughs> crazy baffling because like. uh, Look, uh, Michigan is six percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I lived in California, it was ten percent. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Like and there are also some states that have no sales tax whatsoever. Thanks. Just like,
0: just after they were talking about how like the gas tax was hurting Americans and how we need to get rid of the gas yeah. tax, thirty percent right, sales tax, thirty percent sales, sales tax, That's great.
1: guys, because it gets rid of income tax on the working class that, <laughs> spends, that
0: spends all of the money they get in each of their exactly. checks. But it's literally <laughs> but I mean, just a
2: tax raise on poor people. I mean, but like even if, even if you do like simple math, right? Like so, uh-huh. if you're a, a poor person, you can kind of figure out what your like tax withholdings are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just realistically you you do like whatever your income is times point eight, and mm-hmm. like you can estimate 20% of your yeah. uh, income is being taken away. Yeah. So recognize that as a poor person, now you're getting 10 extra percent removed from you that you are now just paying for exactly, shit. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. It's fucking insane like everyone's taxes the less money you make, effectively the more taxes you're paying because as you go up, right? And as you start to have these other not illicit means of making money. Well, illicit in some ways. <laughs> yeah. But these other means of making money like from stock market, the capital gains, ta- capital gains tax is axed. You're just getting free money from having more money. Yeah, like it's it's just an infinite money glitch, literally.
2: <laughs> all, all I'm hearing is that the Republicans are creating a uh, a wormhole into the future in which the U.S. is France again. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. all I'm noticing. Yeah, I mean, because you got to do think, like cake, you got to th-
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got to think about the strategy is like so they want they refuse to raise the debt ceiling unless it's paired with something, which means that they're trying to push forward their policy goals at threat of tanking not only the U.S. economy, but the global economy, because their policies are so unpopular that this is the only way they can do it is by literally forcing the Democratic president and to then sign they it into law.
1: complain about cancel culture. they say i'm gonna tank the world economy versus when democrats want to get something done i don't know they're mean to you on twitter yeah to me like the worst part is it
2: there there was not enough of of a like concerted effort on our side to like make the republicans be afraid because in my mind right the republicans on a regular basis after every election they literally write their opponents ads for them Mm -hmm. imagine the candidate it's like from like rural rural middle of nowhere like yeah. take some random candidate from fucking arkansas yeah <laughs> and they're like yeah uh so i worked for uh the the uh, the 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 air force yeah and during the death ceiling i like didn't have any like I I had no money yeah and not only did I have no money like it caused me and my family to be homeless you know couldn't pay my car loans my daughter like couldn't continue to go to this very normal public school that we yeah. pay for and now like being able to be like nope my life tanked because of your bullshit yeah and being able to take that rural America standard person like you know how easy it would be in all of these rural ass states to just pick up your random ass mm-hmm. like hick farmer. Yeah. Who just understands progressivism. Like imagine if you like took Wayne from Letterkenny <laughs> and just gave him all of the knowledge of fucking like actual federal policy.
1: Because it's like it's like you don't even have to go that crazy with it, too. You can just go to, like, I'm a I'm a person who lives in rural America. I have a wife and, I don't know, four or five fucking kids, right? Yeah. We have to have two cars or nothing's getting done. The kids can't go to school. The debt ceiling shit happened, uh, caused me to default on one of my car loans, and my car got repossessed. Now my kids can't fucking get to school because the bus doesn't come out here because we live in the middle of fucking nowhere. Also, what am all I schools to do? are
0: now private. Uh, we oh, have to pay $30,000 yeah. in tuition. <laughs> Betsy DeVos <laughs> is the secretary <laughs> of, <laughs> of education school thirty and, and sales tax is applied to that you yeah, know i mean the world republicans want to create is it's france yeah it's, it's just france yeah. like, absolute I, hell that's it like so that i guess that sums it up on where we're at with the debt ceiling i guess we'll see where this goes it's going to be a recurring news story through june it looks like so which maybe longer the, which is the dumbest thing yeah
1: yeah but they could extend it because you can do that if you just vote for it then that makes the rules work
0: Talking about geopolitics, though. I love uh, it. Talking about geopolitics. Speaking of, uh, you know, crashing the global economy, I guess on the other side of the global economy from, you know, speaking Republicans of, trying to collapse it is yeah. the uh, the elite that run the global economy, <laughs> which is why we're going to talk about Connie the building. on
2: this conversation. <laughs> <Please
0: don't>. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going there. We're talking about the World Economic Forum. Uh, the 2023 edition of the World Economic Forum just occurred last week, and there's been a lot of right wingers that have just been uncontested posting basically Jewish conspiracy theories about, you know, The global cabal of the elites running the world and sucking blood out of your children or whatever. Uh, For those that don't know, the World Economic Forum, it's a group that meets in Davos, Switzerland, once a year for annual meetings. They discuss all matter of economic and social issues, you know, like war, supply chains, the environment, COVID, energy, economics, investment, basically everything you can think of. And people invited to these events are, you know, heads of state, state officials, CEOs, corporations. Billionaires. I mean, it's like the richest, most powerful people you can think of meeting in one room room so not talking donald about donald trump right yeah, yeah well <laughs> donald trump actually did speak at one of these in 2020 when he was president uh which is because funny. he was a head of state like, not, not, not because he of was his rich, wealth or exactly. <laughs> no, no. which is also just
1: crazy to think about that like yeah we're gonna have the most important people in the world come out the people who really like shape global culture shape how the world runs and how the world works heads of state presidents um shit like that congressmen and billionaires yeah. and also
2: like whatever and, man has like A a, a fuck ton of Pokemon yellow That that, that one
1: guy Who's got like 80 Charizards
0: (laughs) PSA 10s He's the wealthiest person in the world Yeah so, so just to give a summary, the World Economic Forum, it, they just host these events where like leaders, capitalists, et cetera, can come together. It was started by this dude named Klaus Schwab, which is the most German name I've ever yeah. heard in my life. Uh, but a quote from Reuters says, Schwab's goal was to create a forum for policymakers and top corporate executives to address major global issues and learn best practices for leadership and management. I don't see like from the outside, this is just a basic meeting of like the richest fuckheads it, ever. It's you know a college what I mean? course in depression. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like it's, it's nothing out of the ordinary. These people, these kinds of people meet all the time. The global, you know, uh, the richest people in the world, global capitalists, they meet with heads of state, make deals that we never know about. It's really nothing out of the ordinary for capitalism. No. And in recent years, and the reason we're talking about this today is that the World Economic Forum has kind of become a focal point for right-wing conspiracy theories. Right wing conspiracy theories that like to talk about, you know, liberal elite as a euphemism for anti-Semitic dog whistles. Mm-hmm. Um, and just general, I don't know, conspiracy theories about, you know, the Jews running the world mm-hmm. is basically what these this are the people
1: does. that run the world and they're coming. They're going to trans your kids and do cancel culture on you. That's what they're doing
2: in these backdoor meetings. They're going to yeah. trans your kids. Meanwhile, we're letting, like fucking like eight year olds wear hooter shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like I've never seen that post. Literally. Yeah.
0: And, or we take our young kids to Hooters. It's, it's a, not a even favorite that favorite one thing. post. Child it's culture. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And at a recent world at the recent World Economic Forum, just uh, I think last week, there's a couple of interesting points. The first one was like energy and climate was the top of their one of the top issues that they talked about. And the right has used that as a means of saying like, oh, the World Economic Forum is a left-wing organization then because they're talking about climate change. But first of all, one, it's just propaganda to make it so liberals don't get mad at them. Mm-hmm. And also oil and gas companies were there speaking <laughs> like, <laughs> and their role in climate change when they're the ones causing the problem. It's, it's bogus, completely bogus. But also another fun uh, point was that uh, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema were there and at oh my, this event, it's so cringe. they were on some panel where they promised to not overturn the filibuster and get rid of it. And then they high fived in the, in the crowd claps for they them. They gave them a standing ovation. Yeah.
1: for are saying they're not going to get rid of the filibuster. Look at these soldiers of modern democracy. See, yeah.
2: it, it's that shit right there that like, I wish the, the, like the dark Brandon shit was so fucking real. Yeah. Cause like, w- specifically with that last part, yeah. like uh, s- cinema and, and mansion, like it, it blows my mind, like that, like Biden is not just doing what I would. If I was president, what Point I would on. do? Yeah, he'd be like, okay, so here's this piece of legislation, mm-hmm. and uh, I expect you to vote for it. <laughs> and if you don't, that's amazing, great for you. I personally will be in your in your home state. So finding a primary candidate mm-hmm. heavily fund them uh-huh. i will be there knocking doors myself for them there while you are there yeah and i will actively let everyone know that i'm supporting them and not you and i will make sure that you never do a thing ever again in your fucking life especially in that's place, like, what should arizona. be happening yeah. in arizona or in like in in my mind yeah and this is a thing that might come back to haunt me okay but if i was if, if i was biden i'd be like look West Virginia, I'm sorry, you're Republican now. uh All these other states <laughs> yeah. where we can win things, yeah, absolutely. Like I would be like, oh, for sure, for sure. Georgia, Georgia's permanently blue. That's I'm not letting that go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Arizona, bye, Kristen. Give me something else. I would just be like, I would just be burning shit. Where it's like, you will either allow me to pass legislation to do shit so we can keep winning, yeah. or I will allow you I'm to get to burnt in the fire on the process. Yeah. And so like, you should. And so like. That that that's that comment. The whole like World Economic Forum thing. Like the, the thing that blows my mind is that like we have just become so okay mm-hmm. with just like just hating Jewish people.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Like l-
2: like let us not remember not that long ago when all of us played Call of Duty. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All of us knew that like damn we're. Shooting Nazis. That's the thing that should be happening because they, they are cool. the bad guys. There is no question mentally of like Nazis, bad guys. Oh, good oh. Jewish people.
1: I, bad I don't guy. know about that one. We posted a fucking clip on TikTok where we started off with, There are no good Nazis. And the comments, <laughs> the comments were something fierce. Mother, they were like, I don't know, like that clip got like 500,000 views. The comments were nuts. There yeah. were so many people in there like, What about Schindler, huh? What about Schindler? It's like dog. You you don't have much to work with. There, what,
2: what are you doing? I mean, I'll say it as a, as a council person. There are no good Nazis. Exactly. None. Yeah. None, yeah. none. Not a single one. Like by
0: definition, you you can't you can't be a Nazi and good at the same His, time. History's
2: villains. No. Yeah. Like history's greatest. Like villains. It, 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 there are. You know, obviously, there's the discussion that like one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. Yeah, not with the Nazis. Thank you. It's, like, <laughs> it, this <laughs> is the this <laughs> one this group. The situation in which it does not apply. <laughs> but like. It's also really weird because, like, uh, it's like this weird, like, middle space that we're having to walk, which is not that anti Semitism is fine. Yeah. People are recognizing that, damn, rich people are the issue. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for clicking that point. But the unfortunate immediate next thought is well i've been told that rich people are jewish therefore the yes. rich people who i yes. hate are jewish people <laughs> yeah. exactly and it's like okay okay pause hard pause like let's take we gotta, a thousand steps back yeah uh, capital yes 100 the issue we should be discussing that but we have also kind of just a we have allowed the rich to to, yeah. to control their own conversation, mm-hmm. and we have allowed the the rich themselves to also use the their uh, internal war amongst themselves to now loop ourselves in. Like Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson's rich. We oh, recognize that, yeah, like, like a yeah, millionaire,
1: yeah, the, right. the heir the, to the Swanson TV dinner fortune,
2: right? The Murdochs, like they all have money, but Wants you know, what say, e- e- every conversation is about like fucking George Soros <laughs> mm-hmm. and how he's Jewish.
0: Yeah, and George Soros like, immigrants, great replacement. Yeah, right, M&Ms. and it's like what M&M's. in the fuck <laughs> yeah but
2: like we just allow them to get away with it and now it's become like yes. so prevalent where it's like a few years ago yeah. like us even like thinking to say like oh the jewish people like it, w- w- one it wouldn't cross our mind because one we know that's not where the the conversation is even exactly. happening at but you just know like that that's that one night where the conversation is two you don't say yeah. that yeah meanwhile we've just allowed uh really everyone from mm-hmm. the from the right all the way to Kyrie Irving just being an idiot. Like that, that's <laughs> that's my stance. Like Kyrie Irving He was being dumb. He was I, being absolutely. dumb. It wasn't intentional. I don't think he understood what he was retweeting. Thank you. Yeah. Like that's my thing. It's like yes. I don't think he yeah. understood. But like with everyone else, especially with the people who have platforms. Kanye. Kanye, Kanye. being one of the main ones. <laughs> Uh, like everyone who platformed him too, mm-hmm. like the fact that like Tucker Carlson straight up was oh removing clips, God, clips dude. that had to him saying the better. thing out loud. Uh, and then this like,
1: interview with Gavin, the vice guy, Gavin yeah. McGinnis, Gavin yeah. McGinnis. That was
2: fucking insane. And like, you're just, all, uh, just allowing them to say it. And so now it's, it's really easy for us to essentially do what we're doing. It was like, Oh, the world economic forum, all those Jewish people running yeah. the world, this mm-hmm. private cabal of elites. And it's just like, no, yeah, that's not what it yeah. is, and
0: that's my thing. Is I've I think it's two points. One, I think the Republican Party has always appealed to the furthest right elements that they can find. Yes, they'll never say it, but they speak through euphemisms all mm-hmm. the time, and it hasn't always. well we don't
2: anymore. The death of the euphemism. Which, if you've it's never the seen the Innuendo yeah. Studios yeah. Uh, video essay, you should. It's amazing. Yeah, we're definitely
0: getting to that point now. But I guess in the past, it hasn't been as explicitly anti-Semitic as as we're getting to. Or
2: anti-racist.
0: Exactly, right. But I think it's also that they make this connection the average person understands like yes this wealthy these wealthy people are basically controlling the world everyone at this point recognizes they have no real control over their life they don't own their home they don't own their car they don't really have any agency over what they do in their day to day life they work. They exist solely to labor and they recognize that but where Republicans come in is they recognize this precarity this vulnerability that everyone experiences and they weaponize it against not the system itself because they benefit from capitalism they weaponize it against immigrants Jewish people, trans people, and every other minority they can blame so that they can keep the system alive while also not criticizing it and embracing their own version of politics, embracing their own political project.
2: Yeah. And I mean, like, I think, I think that adds on top of it is uh, I saw like this amazing comedy clip, which is very true where it's when it comes to like black, like black, black people, like having this, like this kind of like ridiculous conversation that we're having yeah. around Kanye and around like <laughs> yeah. this whole situation. Like, a lot of black people, like, let's just be clear, don't have the the economic value to, like, really be able to naturally separate between, oh, yeah, it's rich white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, to the, the fact that, like, is like, oh, no, it's the Jews. It causes black people to do a thing that we never really had to do before because for a long time it was just like, oh, yeah, the white man's doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you allow the fact that the black community tends to – Uh, allow celebrity to to take precedent Mm. like malcolm x had a whole thing about this where it's like you know in what other community do we allow people who make music and play sports to be community leaders which yeah is a a a common within itself but like going to that point there are a lot of uh black and brown people who have begun to kind of become Start to become uh anti-capitalists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just through virtue of living life. They're recognizing that, oh, all these bad things that are happening are like there are economic effects. And they're yeah, beginning yeah. to learn these things. And in that process, they're kind of being like usurped and caught real fast mm-hmm. by like, oh, well, Kanye said that like George Bush doesn't care about black people, and mm-hmm. he's not wrong. And I agree with that. Yeah. And then getting to the point where it's like, oh, well if Kanye is saying that it's like the Jewish cabal of the elites, then it must be that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're allowing a conversation that should be happening, which is where is all the power? Where's the money at? But we're we're really allowing it to be tainted very fast
0: by uh,
2: the fact that we're, that the right wing media and the people who are connected to them can mm-hmm. s- just just say whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, now. We allow right. bad
1: actors to take these situations and reframe them into like these these twisted messages. Yeah. Well, it's,
0: it's not just that it's it's because so the right wing can grab on to the critiques of capitalism that we should be able to grab mm-hmm. and then gear it towards hating minority groups. Right. Mm-hmm. But the reason that there is no real critique is because liberals in the mainstream, because they dominate the mainstream on the left, they aren't willing to make that critique. Because they can't really recognize that the reason people are feeling so insecure, which is a real thing, which mm-hmm. everybody like feels, every worker feels, they can't really critique that feeling because doing so requires pushing back against capitalism, right. something they're not willing to do, something that doesn't fall within their political project, their political program. It's just not a thing they'll endeavor to do. And that's really my main critique with the World Economic Forum is that the left just isn't willing to do it, right? The, the right tells this tale of the globalization of capital and how it's hurt you and how it's the fault of the Jews or immigrants or whatever. And that's something that resonates because people are like, yeah, jobs have been shipped overseas. I have had my wages cut. I, we have lost a car, not been able to put a kid through college. And that really does suck. And the right weaves this tale together that we can point to a real enemy. Mm -hmm. The left can't do that because people Like us that are like yeah it's global capital It's not the Jews but it's the capitalist that literally Controls everything the liberals just will Not embrace that message because it, they can't It's
1: like there's also a really easy line to Take to get you to anti-semitism when you're Talking about issues with like global capital and mm-hmm. These meetings like this because yeah. you see they Take it and they're like everyone everyone grew Up hearing jokes about Jewish people back When culture wasn't as politically Correct as yeah. it is now right you hear You hear jokes Every about, about a Chappelle Jewish joke. yeah, Exactly yeah. about Jewish people owning Oh my God! You Jewed me, shit like that. You know what I mean? Well,
2: like I used to get like the the joke for my name, like my last name being Goodman. Like everyone's like, yeah, you'll be fine because you have a Jewish lawyer last name. Exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. There, it's it's stereotypes like that, and it's the fact that you can say that Jewish people are disproportionately represented in some of the wealthiest people in like America. Yeah. And they take that line. They don't understand how things got to be where they are, and they assume that there are nefarious things. They assume there's a nefarious reason for it. But also, like to to not ask the
2: question of. is it disproportionate? Yeah, but like we we've we've watched what the Republicans well, have done. Where
0: disproportionate like, to two percent. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah, literally, Like
2: that—that's the thing. Where it's like you're you're saying disproportionate. It's like half of the time when they're even having this discussion, yeah, they're not even like mentioning people who actually are jewish yeah and literally. who actually have money but regardless of that aren't doing any nefarious <laughs> shit yeah. right they're just like this person knows this person who seems like they could be jewish mm-hmm. because of these traits exactly and this thing it's Precisely, like yeah so now you've turned what could be uh the one person that you're talking about yeah and you have now wizard of oz affected this one person into like this entire yeah. like group it's, of 70 people
0: it, it, it's kanye posting well, once kanye and elon musk started beefing it's when kanye posted the picture of elon musk with a jewish friend and it's like oh well by proxy you must be jewish as well and it's not even that he's yeah. saying look at you allowing yourself to be sprayed by
1: this jewish man yeah it was like it's like a simple like some picture. crazy
0: yeah. shit like that yeah, yeah.
2: And, and like it's it, 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 it's just dragging us in this place where it's like, we need to like do like a course correction really fast. Yeah, Cause if we don't like we're, we're going to get to the point where we're just, I'm not going to say the thing that I, I'm really going for, but it's like world war II, like it, 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 it is history at this moment. You're right. And, and, and the way in which we're beginning to watch uh, our society like shift in this direction where, uh, anti-semitism is becoming very acceptable when like again 10 years ago if you looked at your grandfather and said hey i think that hitler did great things your yeah, grandfather would your ass
0: beat. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right
2: yeah like your chest would be caved in right and and you're like because right, our boys died for the cause right like right. american soldiers died it's for like them. the one somewhat
1: just war kind of right
2: you know yeah. Like l- literally one of the few, like even like Noam Chomsky says that, where it's like a look, just like, intervention, yeah, yeah. It's like there was a reason to get into World War Two, exactly. So like the fact that we're at the point where we're, like we're having this, we're, we're having yeah. this discussion, where like is is anti-Semitism a wrong thing? Let's let's ask, <laughs> yeah. our, let's ask our panelists. Yeah,
0: we We've... had an episode where we had to debunk <laughs> anti-Semitism. Like, we shouldn't have to do this. I thought We've... we decided, like, okay, we're past this. Yeah, that's this where point. we
1: initially talked about, like, the disproportionate thing. Like, yeah, they're 2% of the population. Uh-huh. And talked about, like, historical reasons why people might be shoved into these paths, why yeah. in-groups like, oh my now, god. Now, we want bro. to talk about,
2: like, disproportionate, like, the fact that, like, the U.S. has what, 12% of the world's population? And
1: 40% of the world's prisoners.
2: Right. Yeah. Or, like, the fact that, like, 70%. black and brown people are disproportionately yeah. thrown into they jail never right. they don't talk understand about about disproportionate like then or exactly. they want to
1: talk about how black and brown people commit a disproportionate amount of crime but want to leave out that they make up a disproportionate amount of exonerations Exactly. So, or like how yeah. oh, I'm
2: going like, to get you like, a real viral clip real fast like black on black crime isn't real Yeah. like huh. the, 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 that whole conversation of like oh yeah. black people disproportionately affect themselves when you are poor and you commit crime uh, not, I'm not looking at to see if like oh well this is another black person's house I'm going to break into their yeah. window and steal their shit <laughs> it's oh shit i live two blocks away this person has shit that i can sell Mm -hmm. exactly i'm gonna do this thing real fast it's proximity i'm gonna do it real fast solve my problem that's how that happens yeah Mm -hmm. and like the effects of the fact that it happens is disproportionate in black and brown communities like Mm -hmm. all these other disproportions that we can discuss but yet when it comes to the fact that there might be uh jewish people with money yeah. Oh my God, it's disproportionate. Oh, it has to be so
1: nefarious.
0: Yeah, it must be. And like they don't, the right doesn't understand how statistics work until they think it benefits their cause. And even when they think that, they're still wrong. Because when it comes to the black on black crime thing, it's like, yeah, crimes that happen out of desperation are often because of proximity. White people commit a disproportionate amount of crime on white people as well. Yeah, it has nothing to do with some like inherent violence within a certain racial group. It has to do entirely with poverty. The you never hear about
2: white on white crime.
0: Exactly, well, well, it's yeah. not an issue. Yeah. To, to even go to
2: more specifically, you also never hear about uh, Asian on Asian crime. Oh, never. Or Hispanic or Latino or Mexican yeah. on Mexican crime exactly. it is solely black on black crime, which is disproportionate. It's a disproportionate calling out of black on black crime. Mm -hmm.
1: The only time you ever hear about crime committed by people like the Latino community, it's when um, Republicans are talking about immigrants. And it's when they're hyper-exaggerating an
0: issue and talking (laughs) about cartels coming across the border to give your kids fentanyl. I mean, we can impugn them for being wrong, but they're on message. (laughs) They stay on message. (laughs) They got message discipline.
2: And and imagine if we, the Democrats, had one. Just, Just had a singular one. Real. Just, just one real thing. God. Like unions. Unions is not even the hard one. No, it's not. But like, again, capital interest. But it's mm-hmm. like, I've,
1: I've also had conversations. I feel like regular people are starting, or at least people who aren't from union towns, haven't been in the union for, have completely lost the plot when it comes to unions. Because they look mm-hmm. at them and say, say, oh, unions are corrupt too. Any organization can be corrupt, but if we look at the historic wins that unions have brought to workers' rights, you literally cannot ignore that they are a good thing
2: demonstrably. Well, it's also funny because, like, when it comes to unions, like, people. You notice, like, the conversation around them. People kind of remove themselves from what a union actually is. They're like, "Oh, well, the union are these people in the room?" Yeah. No, dumbass. The union is you. Yeah. You join the union, <laughs> and you are part of the union. You help decide those things. You have to vote on all of the resolutions that the union does. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, the the all these people in the room. They're, yeah, yeah they're, you. They're the
1: delegates that you elected to talk on behalf of you because we don't want. I don't know, forty thousand people in one room.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, and, and that's the thing when it comes to unions is that I understand sometimes the hesitation that people have towards unions because like the AFL-CIO has historically been pretty bad towards black workers. The UAW. Yeah. <laughs> Being Some, just like somewhat yeah. anti-democratic so, half the time. No, exactly. Yeah, Some unions have been very <laughs> anti-democratic, but the only reason for that is because they end up siding with capital interests. Mm-hmm. That's the only Any time a union becomes corrupt is because they're siding with the person they're supposed to be opposing. Yeah. Because they become like business capital. unions rather than like radical militant, radical worker unions. You know what I'm saying? And then That's the only time.
1: Anti-union people get to prey on people's very real fear of economic insecurity. They yeah. can say, oh, or if you're Amazon back when uh, Bessemer, Alabama was trying to unionize, they can say you could pay these union dues or you could buy a PS5. Yeah, it's so yeah. fucking insulting. <laughs> Why right? would you
0: pay four percent of your paycheck when you could buy a PlayStation Five? Exactly.
1: But then they leave out the convenient fact that you're gonna get a raise that is gonna cover your union dues and
2: PS Five, and, then, a PS5. Some. and yeah. then
1: some. Oh my,
2: oieve! It's like either you can get a PS
0: Five or and a PS Five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get a PS Five or and a PS Five and other things. And the funny thing about that is like material possessions, right? Uh, a thing with the the uh, the conspiracy theories around the World Economic Forum. Is this constant fear that the right wing pushes that like their plan is to take over the world, of course, and then take away all your material possessions. Right. You're not going to own a house. You're not going to own a car. You're not going to own anything. They're going to microchip you. Exactly. They're going to enslave you and you'll own nothing in your life. And I think it's interesting when it comes to these conspiracy theories that they view the entirety of your freedom in the sense of what you own. You know what I mean Like your material possessions Define yeah. who you are Well I, I mean
2: Their entire thing Is trying to own your body So I mean yeah. I, I guess I can understand it I exactly, also yeah. find it interesting That
1: they're focusing On how these people Are never going to allow you To own your car or own your home When I can't do that anyway No exactly <laughs> You're <already laughs> probably, probably like, not going to be able To own a house anytime soon they, they talk soon. about
0: Taking your rights away Taking away things that you own You already don't have Like what do you have a right to do You're already you can buy your and you can work Because that's the only thing You can afford yeah. You're
1: already renting your house Because that's the only Your house Your apartment Because that's the only thing You can do You're fucking renting yeah. Everything. Oh
2: yeah. Like I like I I just saw like a fucking graph the other day where well shit, yesterday. Yeah. Like the price of housing is back to where it was during the recession. Sick. Yeah. It was Sick. like like I can't afford any of this, so I'm just waiting for it to drop again. Yeah. Or like the fact of like like, the, the, the concept of me owning a home, I've just Foreign. accepted the yeah. fact that I will be renting for forever unless so I can, like, somehow, again, when the economy crashes again.
1: And they, they, they never, they always want to talk about the World Economic Forum, and I think it's because there's, we, there's a certain distance that we have to organizations like that, these big meetings of global capital, right? Because mm-hmm. it's this super, like, up their bougie event mm-hmm. and they never want to talk about corporations like BlackRock that are here that are literally in your neighborhood buying all of the houses so that yeah. you will never be able to buy one.
2: Yeah. Or like how uh, like uh, UWM my city is just mm-hmm. like they buy up houses for like their own employees. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're becoming a, a city resident because your job's paying for it. Uh-huh. Rocket mortgage buying up all they have down in Detroit. Like it's like you, you, There are so many clear ways where we're like, nope, that's why this is happening in your community. I can list you, like, all the land speculators and people who are, like, eyeing things in your city. Here you go. I can tell you
1: exactly why your rent is high. Look at this vacant apartment building that somebody owns and they're allowing to sit there. Yeah,
2: but but instead, no, we're we're worried about what's happening over in fucking, like,
0: Davos. Another thing about the World Economic Forum is they talk about Great Replacement Theory. Or not Great Replacement, that's another thing. <laughs> the, Ooh, the Great Reset. That, kind of. That's <laughs> they, a great conversation to have at the, <laughs> the Forum Forum. <laughs> they talk about Great Reset Theory, another great one. Um, and conservatives like to fearmonger this one because it's, again, that idea that you're going to own nothing. The world's going to be revolutionized. Everything will be different. Capitalism, like perfect capitalism, whatever. And they always fearmonger about this. But it's like the Great Reset already happened like 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was under Ronald Reagan, <laughs> like, and it was Jimmy Carter that like they they ushered forth the financialization of the economy, infinitely more money going into the military and stretching the capacity of the military, the destruction of welfare and social safety programs. Like, the where your economic vulnerability stems from is from that period. It's not anything they're going to do now because they already control the world. Yeah, and it's not the Jews; it's capitalists. Yeah, it's global capital. <laughs> there's
1: this uh, there's this really funny series of I think it's six graphs that we read tweeted on our twitter i think last week and it's it's essentially just talking about this it's all of the points in recent history where like prices went up for healthcare, mm-hmm. where we started falling behind in healthcare, where rent went up and it's just a picture of reagan's face right next to all the every points time. and every single inflection point that we see in that graph is a year that reagan was in the presidency
0: yeah, and it also is Jimmy Carter as well. He kind of started the the process that Ronald Reagan would ramp up. But Jimmy yeah. Carter thought he was doing something good, yeah, by like, freeing the movement of capital. I,
2: I was almost like about to like do like the worst thing ever and be like, you know what, Jimmy Carter is not that bad. <laughs> like, because like th- th- I, I will say if, if I'm going to defend any president okay. in modern history, yeah. I will choose the peanut farmer who like legit just kind of sure. didn't know any better. Let well, some good intentions. He,
0: he thought he was what he was doing was going to like bring America back from the the downward trend that it was engaging in since like the exactly. 60s yeah he thought that what he was doing was going to you know strengthen the base of the american economy when really all it did was hollow it out yeah yeah but he couldn't it, have known if that. there would have been a good president after that
1: they could have seen like okay you know maybe we should reverse course these things aren't working instead of turning the dial up to
0: 11 well and that's the thing is it goes reagan and then hw bush and then bill clinton and all of them fully bought into the neoliberal policies that mm-hmm. they were pushing forward and by that time when you know George Bush comes in and Barack Obama, they're basically doing the same thing. They're, you can't reverse course anymore. It's too late. Capital has more power than governments do. like you can't regulate it. It just leaves like <laughs> there's nothing you can do about <laughs> it. We used to have what was called capital controls, yeah. where we the wouldn't banks let them are too leave. big to fail, yeah. We, there's just nothing and that we can do about billionaires it
1: billionaires complain about still having to pay, like, tax, like, income tax to America when they move somewhere else or pay tax on their corporation's yeah. income in America when they move somewhere else. And then right-wingers on the ground get on them and are like, yeah, why should they have to do that? That's for you. My mm-hmm. brother in Christ, that's to help
2: you. My, in, our, in, the, in, the, in the year of our lore, 2023, <laughs> you would think that you just fucking knew better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I also think that it, it's it's... A, a kind of like funny and interesting situation that like we always discuss like how like capital interests and the in the, le- the left right dynamic are kind of unimportant because like because yeah. like we notice that like capital interests line up whether you're right or left. Yeah. yeah,. but it's funny to me that the Democrats oftentimes, of course, throw themselves into the camp of, oh no, we're here for the working class when again, in actual law, we know mm. that that is, yeah. very few and far between actually the case. But that, like the Republican Party themselves, kind of intentionally put themselves not in the same group as the Hollywood elite or as uh, well again, like as the Hollywood elite. But they put themselves in the in the same situations as people with money, as uh, you know, big banks with business owners. Like they see it as a positive thing because, again, most people think like, oh well, if, if the Republicans win and they, and, and I do everything right, then I can, I too can yeah. be one of them. Uh, I can be a millionaire too. Yeah. And it's, it's like the
1: American dream shit.
2: Yeah. It, yeah. And, 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 and it's the, the fact that most, no offense, white men have been told <laughs> that they, they, they're in their entire lives that they can do and be anything. Yeah. And so unfortunately when you then create an entire parties whose platform is, Hey, I'm doing all this so that you and your children have mm-hmm. a chance I'm not telling you how big that chance is, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you that you have a chance right. to become a billionaire. You too can be this sex goddess, this yeah. sex god who like has all these women and all this money. They don't really go into depth about how, you know, how likely that actually well, is. Sure. But you create a culture... Of having an entire population who are like, yeah, if I work hard enough, I too, and then my children. Because, again, there's a part of it that is, like, not solely about yourself. Mm -hmm. But, like, hey, I'm doing this so that, therefore, the children that I would like to have. Because, again, American dream mindset. Children, white picket fence. Yeah it becomes like the cycle, but it's like, it's entirely based on the idea of the individualism Mm -hmm. that you on your own through the work that we are doing to create this landscape for you can do these things. It's, And And in doing
0: that, it becomes impossible to ever have that reality. Like you never get to have control over your life because everyone or all the the people that are making billions off of your labor are the ones that have control over you. Just total like there is no chance that you ever become that guy,
2: unless you too also somehow become the most oppressive asshole. Exactly. Yeah,
1: unless you're the one guy who makes it right. Because like conservatives take take these like young white men in like their formative years when they're forming their political ideologies, right? And these young men recognize that like holy fuck. It's not looking good for me. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm gonna be able to own a house. It seems like the American dream is dead when in fact it was never there to begin with. You had yeah. to be asleep to believe it, as exactly. George Crowley would <laughs> Republicans, yeah. Republicans take the mythologized American dream and say, look, it this is what this is what people in the past had. This is what your parents, your grandparents had. This is how they were able to buy a house with a hundred dollars. And it's these Democrat policies that have gotten it wrong. So vote for us. Because it's it's our it's the way we've been steering away from capitalism mm-hmm. that has actually been making it so you can't achieve the yeah, American and it dream.
0: It fits in with the right wing conspiracy theories because it's this idea that it's not capital controlling the world inherently that is bad, but a few billionaires, a group of billionaires that are misusing. Yeah, oh it's crony caps. Exactly, that are misusing their power. Oh God! A, <laughs> it's a very convenient critique to protect the system and prey on people that don't fully understand how it works. Yeah, guys. And it really gets through. It's just these
1: people at the top that are misusing their power. No, mm-hmm. no, no. They don't have class interest to misuse the power. Yeah. They are not actively incentivized to misuse that power. They're just bad actors
2: in an otherwise mm-hmm. good system. Well, it's the same conversation that we have about cops. Every exactly. single time. Where yeah. it's like, you know, I get it. There are a lot of problems, but it's not, it's not policing as a whole. No, it's, it's those bad, bad apples. apples. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and like- as a person who had old grandparents, uh-huh. you know, there's a whole other half of that saying. I was Bad just apple about to a bunch. Exactly, They what? just ignore it. And so, like the fact that like we keep having this conversation, like, oh, well, it, it's not, it's not capitalism. It's those few people mm-hmm. who have all that money, like George Soros. <laughs>
0: like, it's it's never George the, Soros, Bill Gates, yeah, yeah. It, it's it
2: knows that they're all that they're always liberal. It's never mm-hmm. like, oh, the Murdochs have all this money. Exactly. It's 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 Bill Gates, it's Jeff Bezos, it's yep. people who give money to Democrats. And it's it's Bill Gates and Jeff
1: Bezos are the ones who control the world and control our thoughts, not Rupert Murdoch who owns like six media companies.
0: Yeah, not Elon Musk that now owns. Twitter, yeah, like it, it's, it's not him. Not no, the did, people did, who did, actually not stepped control down information. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Information, oh my, And and the thing that gets me, same thing as cops, is that they'll openly tell you what they're doing. Like billionaires will be like, yeah, privatize social security, mm-hmm. put it into Wall Street. <laughs> they'll be like, yeah, let, let's privatize pensions. Like they'll they'll tell you exactly what they want to do. And Amazon's still,
2: doing like medicine and healthcare now. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: they they still got to make up conspiracy theories where it's like, yeah, billionaires that are all pedophiles that are all on Jeffrey Epstein's island, which they probably are, and. But they're <laughs> They're also all Jewish, and they also want to control the world. But actually, Elon Musk and the ones that we support are good. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure story at this point. They're,
1: they're right there, and then they just go wildly off the rails. Uh-huh. Well, it, it
2: reminds <laughs> It reminds me of the uh, Family Guy clip where it's like, don't tell me anytime that men have done anything wrong and don't say Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: The United States have never done anything wrong. Don't say Iraq, I can't, Afghanistan, sexism, slavery, patriarchy, yeah. sexism. And
2: so we're having the same discussion where it's like, billionaires are the, are the, are the bad ones, except for this one, this one, this exactly, one. This one. Exactly. It's like, you can't pick and choose if yeah. this is what you're doing. Unfortunately, their base allows them to do so. It's mm-hmm. like, oh. Well, if they're saying that, that must be right. We must follow through with that. Yeah, they've
0: been swindled so it, hard. It's because the liberal media can't offer the critique that no, it's not these individual capitalists that are causing the problem. And they always point to like you know George Soros, the Jewish capitalist, the the global cabal or whatever. But it's the processes through which you can accrue that much wealth that are causing your alienation to your labor, mm-hmm. your insecurity, your vulnerability, etc. And the liberals just they don't have the capacity to do that. Liberal,
1: because that's how they win elections, exactly. right? Is by
0: getting money from the the more Liberal elite, they, I guess
1: they literally just can't critique capitalism, yeah. and they in by doing so and by being liberals, they can't hit the issues that conservatives hit that are wrong, mind you, very very wrong. Yeah, what conservatives yeah. do, but they can't be candid with their audience. They can't be mm-hmm. like genuine about well, what they're trying to say.
2: Well, yeah, because if if they were to be candid at any point, they would, uh, well, do one of two things: they'd either yeah. lose office exactly, or they'd they'd get put on an island. Yeah. <laughs> right like you know it's like oh yeah I'm going to say all these things and oh look Now I immediately have a primary opponent That has like exactly. 1.5 million Dollars appeared in their account
0: Literally yeah like Literally. even Even the most radical people we have in government Don't take a direct stance like We would against it like even like Bernie Sanders he's done amazing Things he's always been consistent But even he doesn't take that extreme of a stance That like yeah capitalism is the issue right? No mm-hmm. or like
2: even like with like even like I say more minor things. This is not a minor discussion (laughs) that I'm about to bring up. But like even in like the policy discussions of like, hey, I think that Palestinians deserve human rights. Yeah. And then you watched APAC spend four million (laughs) dollars to just crush the one progressive Uh Jewish man in Congress. (laughs) Which I'm still upset about, because as you all know, I was like an Andy Levin surrogate from the beginning to the end. And I still will be. Like that is my boy. That is my friend. And like the fact of like, hey, we he even like just as a Jewish man
1: just who was just the like, president hey, you know. of his
2: synagogue is just like, hey, <laughs> I too think that mm-hmm. may, like." It, it's not even like he said, like, oh, like from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Mm-hmm. He simply <laughs> just said like a two state solution. Sounds fair. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't yeah.
0: do apartheid. <laughs> he said, guys,
1: human rights abuses are bad.
2: <laughs> as simple as that. And simply saying that was just like, nope, time to just unleash this f- metric fuck ton of money. Got him axed. Yeah, literally. And it's just like, when when we are even candid in the slightest, uh-huh. for him to just simply say, hey, I think that brown people shouldn't be dying yeah. was enough to be like, oh, no, nope, no, nope, nope,
1: press nope. the button. <laughs> Eggs, egg, get him out of here.
2: <laughs> like, they 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 activated the Iron Dome for his campaign. <laughs> that's, what, that's what happened. And it's just like, what, what in the fuck? But, like, you apply that. To really, any time that we, within our own party, begin to like offer a critique of either our own internals or the system as a whole, and we're immediately been like, no, Mm -hmm. sit the fuck down, kicked
1: out, silenced,
2: and if and and if you do continue to do so, either you have to be lucky enough to where they can't get rid of you, where they're like, if we do anything to this person, it actually hurts us, yeah, or. They break you enough to where like, oh, see now you now you fall in line. Now you're a part of the team. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. It, it, one of two ways.
0: Yeah, I guess if if you all gain anything from this conversation, it's that uh, the World Economic Forum doesn't control the world. The world's already controlled and it's right in front of your eyes. There's no secret conspiracy. It's not happening in back rooms. Exactly. There's no, yeah, it's not happening in back rooms. They do it in front of your eyes. They'll tell you what they're doing and it happens to you all the time. It's, it's not the secret group of people running the world. It's your boss that you see every day. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. That's who controls you. Like that's like, this. God, as, as bad as conservatives derail the conversation The liberals are are
1: just as Worse just in different ways uh-huh. In their complacency yeah. It's fucking absurd And I just kind of wanted to go on a tangent real quick Because right mm-hmm. before I started recording I went on our Instagram right, And first thing that popped up is this political post And it's a quote from this Democrat Representative uh, Marie Glunskamp Perez A Democrat from Washington mm-hmm. And she said I just thought you all might like this. It feels like the Democratic Party has taken it upon themselves to be champions of the poorest of the poor. And I think that's great. But I think that it has left what a lot of people in the middle class feeling like people don't understand the issues we're facing. <laughs> she she's stepping up to the plate to advocate for, for the middle class
0: of America. The middle something class no one's exist. ever done. Yeah. The middle God. class of America
2: that we say middle class. It's, she's uh, doing
0: class warfare in the other direction. <laughs> it's
2: like Well, like the worst part is like when we when we say middle class, like we say that because like it's It's a term that means nothing. Exactly. Because if you ask any American who is not, well, very well versed in their economic situation, Mm -hmm. if you were to just grab the average person off the street and be like, hey, would you describe yourself as like poor, middle class or upper class? Yeah. Yeah they would say middle class by default immediately. Yeah. 100%. So like, oh yeah, I'm fighting for the middle class. So you mean anyone with an economic amount from $40,000 to three to hundred exactly. yeah, and fifty dollars to $500,000 because it means <laughs> nothing.
0: No, yeah, because like, what, when have Democrats ever like excluded the middle class from their stump speeches? Literally. It, it doesn't happen. They always say we're fighting for the poor. They don't even always say we're fighting for the poor. We're, we're fighting no, for the, fighting for fighting the working class. class. Yeah. At the best. The
1: working class, exactly. And like,
2: when i ran and i, I still say now i say like poor i yeah. say poor or working poor yeah. like on yeah. a regular basis like nope i middle class that's not like, you can't this is working invisible. class and working poor conversations
1: 100 mm-hmm. because if you look at it half of america is living paycheck to paycheck or worse mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what the what the fuck what middle class is that I, if you're telling me the middle of america is living paycheck to paycheck and that's okay what the, what are you doing? Well,
2: mm-hmm. like uh, when I before I got an office before I like switched jobs and I uh-huh. got paid more money. Like so, just over a year ago, I was working at, a, at my old high school. Yeah, which is a charter school, so let's uh, have that discussion too. <laughs> but like, I was making twenty four thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Rent for me was seven hundred dollars a month. Jesus Oof. So I was, and my check would end up being about fourteen twenty four every like- every two. Uh, uh, no. No every month
1: every yeah. yeah, I was gonna say 1424
2: every month. so I'd spend half of my income every month on rent. rent yeah just just rent that's not egregious. including utilities, that's not including Food. groceries, that's not including car insurance because this is Michigan yeah you have to have a fucking car. uh-huh you
1: have to have car and you have to have car
2: insurance. yeah and I live in Pontiac, which is Metro Detroit, which uh-huh. has some of the highest rates in the nation. And this, like, to even like, oh, we're we're fighting for the middle class. What the fuck does that even mean? What are you
1: doing to fight for the middle class? Or are you talking about cutting Social Security so that we can fund other austerity programs? Yeah,
2: we 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 need we need to make sure that small businesses are able to survive.
1: You don't understand. If we raise minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour over the course of the next four years, where mm-hmm. it won't even matter at that point because fifteen will be too low, uh, that's gonna hurt small businesses. Yeah, you
0: guys don't get it. That's as gonna
1: if, hurt the middle class capital owner.
0: As if every Democratic policy isn't one means tested so that like the whatever you would assume to be the middle class is included. Yeah, and two also would just directly benefit small businesses. Guys, We're- also
2: stops <laughs> means testing shit. Can I just say that? Like, that's, oh, yeah, like, that's a sure. position that I have. Stop Me means. Testing shit because then the Republicans can't be like Oh you're only helping poor people nope shut the fuck up Exactly well, I'm helping poor people because they need it Well yeah. even though it's like oh nope I think that college Should be free Are oh, you gonna means yeah. test it
0: Nope no. Well, no. it's like compared no. to other countries, even our means tested programs are less efficient and effective because yeah. we end up leaving people out and discouraging people from actually improving their social standing mm-hmm. and just discouraging
1: people from applying by virtue of it being means tested, which like, I guess I'm is not going anyway.
0: Oh, so true. our next topic? What a
1: great segue into uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the great state of Iowa. Oh, facts. right. Because I got some Iowa, Iowan listeners. We, we, got do. Some we know we have at least one. Right. Yeah.
2: Whenever here so, hear Iowa, I think of Slipknot. Like the Iowa scream That's the only only thing That I remember
0: I think of cornfields uh, Caucuses
1: Cornfields Caucuses And Iowa Republicans Wanting people to be To starve Yeah Wanting poor people To starve specifically Mm -hmm. So speak of the Iowa State Speaker of the Iowa State House Pat Grassley Just recently proposed A bill that would limit What food participants In the what food participants in the state's SNAP program can buy uh, mm-hmm. to what's on the WIC list?
0: Which is already, so SNAP is, um, I can't, what's the acronym stand for? Supplemental, Supplemental
1: Nutrition okay. and uh, Something Program.
0: Yeah, so the, what you staff. can-
1: Assistance Program. What Supplemental can, Nutrition Assistance Program. What you can
0: buy with SNAP is already determined by the state, right? Mm-hmm. It's a state-run program that gets mm-hmm. federal funding. And usually that list is already pretty narrow. And you can't buy whatever you it's want also with you can't go
1: anywhere and use your ebt card yeah because so you, you need an ebt yeah. it's food stamps yeah. like snap so, benefits I mean, are food
2: stamps. I, I can have this whole conversation because i grew up yeah like, my entire life food stamps exactly like i know the system very well through and through
0: yeah and there's there's always complaints that like i can't like there's certain things <laughs> that like my kid is allergic to that i need to buy that i can't buy using this program mm-hmm. it's already very narrowly applied very narrowly applied and it depends state by state and in a state like iowa i can't imagine it was good beforehand oh
1: god no and it's also just not everywhere takes ebt no? yeah so you can't even go anywhere and use your snap benefits no, that's no, that's right. why
0: it makes me laugh when republicans are like oh our welfare systems they're so generous they give everyone what they need and we just encourage people to be poor it's like they, they don't work
2: <laughs> like, exactly it doesn't function what do you, what do you mean <laughs> well, so, well the funniest thing with that is like it's not that we because I, I i would say that the republicans aren't wrong that we encourage people to be poor yeah right because uh-huh. the system itself Is a one of two thing, right? It's either either you're poor and you have government benefits, and there is there is no gradual. Mm -hmm. There is a cliff. Yes. So it's either you stay poor and you get the resources that you are literally surviving off of, or you make even a marginal amount more than the government says that you should, Mm -hmm. and you have
1: you're cut off. Your and it's kid like yeah, turns so, eighteen, and he's taken off of the benefits list,
2: and you and make it's like, less money inherently. Yeah, so we kind of are incentivizing them to be poor, but the but the conversation is going yeah. in the wrong direction exactly. And
1: also like speaking on that later later on in like the article that I read summarizing this, I can't remember if it's in the Iowa version of the bill or surprise surprise, there's a national version of this bill yeah, that yeah. pretty much does the same thing called the Farm Bill it hasn't been voted on, but I think uh, McCarthy's going to bring it up soon. It might be one of those bills that's in his deal that he has to bring up as speaker and uh it's either the farm bill or this Iowa House Bill three that makes it so that if you have more than two thousand dollars in your bank account, you can't apply.
0: Like That's you don't qualify. Crazy.
1: Do you know what two thousand
2: It's nothing. If I get my it's tax nothing. return
0: check, boom, done. <laughs> You're off. done. You're off snap. That's yeah you spend it on your food. And the genesis for policies like this come from uh back when we were doing welfare cuts in the nineteen in nineteen ninety six when we finally moved away from the last a little bit of New Deal policies yeah. when we were just cutting people off of welfare. And at that time, unemployment did go down but only because people were forced to go back to work. There's a gun to their head. They had no other choice because if they didn't they just died, right? Cuz they don't yeah. qualify anymore. And also like unemployment and it led rates. to greater poverty, yeah.
2: I was like unemployment rates are like the most like unreliable thing. For sure because like yeah. it only includes you if you're actively in the job market. Mm-hmm. So like that that conversation as a whole like oh, we're we're at low unemployment rates. People must be doing well. People aren't on government benefits. Yeah, no, are. dumbass. Like yeah. they some people simply are not capable of entering the job market.
1: And mm-hmm. it's it's not even that the whole conversation surrounding Unemployment completely obfuscates the issue Of underemployment and uh, Specifically in Iowa here you know what minimum Wage in Iowa is? Uh, 7.25 7.25 725, baby (laughs) you work 40 hours a week at 7.25 You're making $18,000 a year Uh
0: What the fuck are you supposed to do with that? And then Republicans say no one's actually Working 7.25 find me someone on minimum Wage (laughs) oh
2: my god You you, you can delete the See again, the, the petty stats shit. are out there. I would exactly. literally just like grab like multiple bus loads. Like, oh, you. What oh, and, you want of to doing see immigrant this caravans? <laughs> <Yeah>. Do caravans <laughs> of every minimum wage worker and just force take them to Mc- be on every Republican's doorstep? Kevin God. McCarthy's
0: California home. Yeah, fucking, yeah. Fucking yeah. take absurd, ev- take. Dude.
2: Ev- better yet, take every like. I say but fuck nowhere. Like every like middle America. Yeah. Like farmer. Everybody who in like Houghton. Yeah, <laughs> who is making seven twenty five an hour all these fucking republicans be like
0: 20% of the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All,
1: not all, even not even just the people making 725, $2. the people making 225,
2: yeah. the tipped workers. They tipped like shit, tipped workers uh or in, in the case like farmers who yeah. like have their own like their own home farm and they're getting shafted. Like yeah. yeah. We're gonna bus all of you to McCarthy's house. Like start, or, start, like start. Literally, fuck, fuck the uh, immigrant caravans, mm-hmm. caravans of poor white voters.
1: Not even just the people who make seven twenty five on the books. The people who are contract workers for mm-hmm. places like Uber, who are allowed to just have contract workers and push all of the essential risk that comes yeah. with hiring an employee onto the employee who has to take a risk to do their fucking job correctly yeah. and then get docked more on taxes because they're a ten ninety nine worker. It's fucking insane. Yeah.
0: Absolutely ridiculous. A whole ridiculous. system built on coercion. Yeah.
1: God damn. But even back to like talking about SNAP benefits here and what they want to limit it to. Uh, you guys know what WIC is? Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. It, there you go. Well, well, but essentially, infants, uh, women,
0: infants, and children. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's yeah. It's a program. It's a supplemental keyword. Supplemental program for women, infants, and children that usually goes with SNAP benefits. Okay. That allows you to buy um specific goods. And what I was trying to do is, they're trying to get the foods you can buy on SNAP limited to only the foods you can get on WIC. Which is already uh, extremely limited. Exactly, mm-hmm. and already should
0: ring some alarm bells, considering that WIC is a supplemental program. Hot take: Maybe poor people should be able to eat nice meals. They no, for be able real, to eat, thing, eat things that they think taste good. A poor person <laughs> should having fresh food—that's crazy. A couple times a week, if they want to. So, I'm gonna read you
1: what's on the Iowa WIC list. We have fruits and vegetables, milk, cheese, and yogurt, eggs, dairy alternatives. Whole grains, uh, notably in the whole grains, you can't get any buns that have sesame seeds or like nuts on them. Uh, you can only get like
2: whole wheat bun, whole mm. grain buns. And that's funny that I'm surprised that dairy alternatives was even allowed. I was, this it's allowed. just I was soy. Waiting- Oh, uh, they're just they're allowing. Soy. Soy. That's what i <laughs> saying. They're <allowing> soy.
1: <laughs> they're allowing soy, and it gets it gets even crazier well, soy when, you, when I read you the list of things that are explicitly like left off, right? But this is still the list of things that are on. Okay. You okay. can only get
0: whole wheat pasta,
1: right? Uh, brown rice. They have breakfast cereal, cereal and hot cereal. Why? But That's not going to cover Do you your Kellogg's for the
0: whole wheat stuff versus like white bread, why is it only whole wheat?
1: I think the the idea is that whole wheat is it's more healthy. nutritional. Like there yeah, are more okay, nutrients packed in each calorie. This just
2: feels like a uh, re- a revenge plan for what uh, Michelle Obama did with our school lunch. Oh, <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: We we continue on. We have uh beans, uh peas and lentils, peanut mm-hmm. butter, chunk light tuna or pink salmon in a can, uh infant formula, baby food and 100% juice. That's the list of things that people in Iowa would be able to buy with their SNAP benefits right now. Right, uh, once this if this passes, okay, okay. And this has forty Republicans co-signing the bill right now within the Iowa House, so it's looking like it very well could pass. But notably, I just read you all the things that there are, but like that's not going to get your alarm bells ringing on what's left out. Mm -hmm. What's left out explicitly is fresh meat. Canned fruits and vegetables, salt and pepper, baked beans, cheese, flour, buns with sesame seeds or nuts, butter, cooking oil, or frozen food that you heat up in the oven. Oh, my God. You would not be able to buy any of that on SNAP benefits in Iowa so if this bill
2: passes. The, the worst part is, like, those are all the things that are actually important. Those are Cause, like, cause, like no all offense. the things that, like,
1: poor people eat. <laughs> Like, that's what I so, used
2: to eat when to, my mom was struggling. So, like, let, let's have this poor person conversation, yeah. right? Like, I, I can legit understand. Like, I remember like going with my, my mom into, like, Save-A-Lot uh-huh. or going into Aldi. And, like, mm-hmm. like, the first thing that you buy... Is the shit that has a long shelf life? Yeah. So you immediately are going to buy uh, canned fruits and vegetables because uh-huh. canned fruits and vegetables you can you can add any amount of seasoning to those vegetables and make them taste good.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, fresh meat, fresh meat's an important thing because I'm sorry, you're not feeding a family off a of fucking chicken in a can.
0: Mm-hmm. Nor is it,
2: it's not even tuna. Chicken, it's salmon, tuna. salmon and tuna in a can. So like. I could see if you're like, hey, no, like no meat over like a uh, 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 a certain amount per pound.
1: Yeah, you're not buying like, like fillets. Like I guess,
2: but like chicken, chicken is one of the cheapest mm-hmm. meats uh-huh. that you use for protein. Uh, like that the most protein dense, healthiest foods you can do. Yeah, like it's lean protein. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the like all the boxed goods, like boxed mac and craft sh- mac and cheese, yeah. mm-hmm. ramen noodles, rice. F- Right, couple bucks for a big ass thing of like
1: rice it, on the o- Asian market. It, is like
2: oatmeal included on there? I think oatmeal is included. And now a question: Like, do they define between like just plain oatmeal? And, like, oh, oatmeal has I fruits can, in it. I, look, <laughs> I, I have the <laughs> list right here. Yeah, it. it's the apple and cinnamon oatmeal. You can't
1: buy that one. Or I don't know if it <laughs> maybe and is oatmeal Go under ahead. whole grains. Yeah, oatmeal under whole grains. You can get sixteen ounce containers, quick or old fashioned. Approved brands, best choice, mom's best, our family. You can't even get the good shit.
2: You can't, you can't, you can't, can't even get Quaker yeah. Oats. <laughs> wait so wait wait say, so wait say those brands again best choice so, wait, Mom's so best, best choice that is so also let's ask this question yeah how many of those are generics for very specific food companies uh, yeah. i
1: would imagine they're all generic
2: because well now i know they're generics, Yeah. because i think our family i feel like
1: that sounds like an aldi brand i
2: think it's aldi and yeah. i think best choice is walmart
1: Great uh, great value no, great is value. Walmart's You're right. generic brand.
2: But I'm like, you know, like how many of these are like generics or like s- tied to specific companies uh-huh. who are like the main food providers in yep, this area? Because right. like recognize that like in Iowa, like what what fucking grocery stores do you have?
1: No, literally. And I think another crazy thing about this list that is kind of like implicit is these are all like ingredient foods. Mm-hmm. None of these are like food foods. Cuz like a staple when my mom was by herself raising me, mm-hmm. working full time trying to raise a kid as a single mom was frozen food. Yo, it's 100%. I'm going to get home. I'm tired as fuck from working and taking
2: care of your dumb ass
1: all day. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> going to I'm going to pop this frozen food in the oven and this is what you're going to get.
2: Totinos uh wait, Totino uh tostinos, pizzas pizzas yeah. yeah. and then also pizza rolls, every fucking french fry and like sure. chicken uh-huh. nugget in the, in the world. Literally hot pockets. Ooh. Uh, oh, I, Hot Pockets were the main one. Hungry Man dinners, if you See, remember those. Oh,
1: I had so many Hungry Mans. Yes. I had so many Swanson TV dinners. Like <laughs> yeah. I loved those. I
0: our, the, the, I the, the
2: banquet dinners, like yeah. the the dollar ninety nine. Like here here goes your the worst chicken nuggets in the world. Yeah, but you get a free brownie.
1: Yeah even, even if we're getting Like a little more bougie with it I think it's a bird's eye brand It was this shit It's called Chicken Voila It used to be just A couple bucks Like it used to be like I think like four bucks And it was like a four or five bucks And it was a full dinner Right And all you had to do It was broccoli cheese Noodles and carrots And then you just put that shit In a pan Let it go for like ten minutes And it's served It's done yeah. I ate that probably Almost every night For like five years of my life But instead mm-hmm.
2: Now we're gonna have kids out here Just eating like oak. Canned tuna These kids are gonna be eating spam, Overnight oats That's
0: And it's like the Republican Party is always on about protect the kids, protect the kids, and then it comes to kids that are born into poor conditions through no fault of their own. Can't control where you're born. Spawn points random. Can't even work if they wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, can't even work. And now they just, they, they're they cut off from like what they're able to eat through no, like they can't control that. Exactly. So protect the kids unless they're poor. And it's also like super notable here. What in this are you
1: like sending your kid to like lunch with? Like yeah. what, what are you eating for lunch? Cause you can't get like white bread. You can't buy cheese. You can't buy
2: deli meats. And I'm also, I'm assuming that like, does Iowa have like, this is a stupid question. Why am I even asking this? Does Iowa have like a, a free lunch program?
0: I, I, I don't know. I think so.
2: Cause I think a lot of free lunch is like <laughs> federally funded. Because like my, my concern here also becomes like you're sending kids to school who aren't eating mm-hmm. at home like literally literally you're not about to have a kid who's starving at home not have to be in debt at school you yeah. are going yeah. to literally like I mean you're already school be starving lunch children is crazy as school, a concept school
1: lunch I oh my god there were times where I just like forgot money and just couldn't eat yeah like I just forgot to pay my school lunch then they See, wouldn't serve me food I was
2: always poor so my mom always had to fill out the fucking sheet so I never mm-hmm. had to worry about it yeah and like I remember there there were. Well, to the point like there were days where i would just eat so much at school because like damn like it's, the, it's it's the end of the month food stamps have run out we okay. have like another week left i'm about to like go fucking ham yeah on the school food uh-huh. but like recognizing that most schools don't have food like even like in my concept okay For a good portion of the month, I'm eating well, and well being like Chef Boyardee, Mm -hmm. being like fucking uh, hot dogs that I've cut up and put into a bowl with baked beans, right? Which are no longer on the fucking (laughs) list. Yeah, exactly. Hot
1: dogs. I don't think hot dogs are on the list either. Explicitly, can't. It's. I mean, I would argue it's like not canned meat, so I guess (laughs) it's it's not not on
2: the fucking (laughs) list. And so, like, like it becomes like, what the fuck did you do? Mm You at this point, this is just a bill to starve children. Yeah. Yeah, and the worst part is. What is like the 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 what percentage of Iowa is white is is my main question? Very so
1: much like it's, it's a very I, right. I it's like three black people,
2: right? Because like in <laughs> Michigan, like it's like I think like black people are like fifteen percent, if that something yeah. like that. So like uh, in my also thought concept here is like you're not even attempting to hurt. Poor brown You're not people not even here. like
1: being racist. Because like
2: in Michigan, be like, oh, people. yep, fuck the brown people. Like <laughs> Alabama, we're doing this to specifically hurt poor yeah. black and brown people.
1: Yeah.
2: In Iowa, what what do you do? Is this personal? Are you hurting? <laughs>
1: Because like, there's there's ten people in Iowa. One of them was the math teacher of a kid when he was younger, and he's like, you know what? Fuck this math teacher gave me a D on my exam. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna make his grandchildren star. Like get that's rid what's happening. food stamps. It's it's fucking ridiculous, and I think it's also funny because like back when green new deal stuff was mm-hmm. popping off, like what four or five years ago, the whole thing was, AOC wants to take our burgers away. The Iowa Republicans are taking your burgers away. Literally. Come uh on. And it's like, even it's the JID line Mm -hmm. on um, crack sandwich. I don't got cheeseburger money, make a sandwich. First
2: of all, (laughs) we're gonna have a different conversation. How the fuck do you know uh, any line off the forever story?
1: What do you mean? How do I know that? I'm
2: banged. So so really random fact about me as a person, right? I love music. I play three different instruments. What do, you, I, what do you play? I play bass, guitar, and drums. That's that oh. fucks. Uh, and so I grew up in a house. I grew up in Pontiac. I grew up in a household yeah. that had like my stepdad was a rapper. Like him and his twin brother are actually kind of good, but they oh, don't make cool. music anymore. Okay. okay. And so I grew up with that. My favorite uh, record label is Dreamville because Dreamville love is, is is you Oh, you mean uh, the one that he like just? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it great. It's
0: gas. Excellent. Like
2: the fact that he just took a beat and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make Fan a song." Beat, right uh-huh. Yeah. But so JID like. There are so many JID quotes that are anti-capitalist. Hold on. Let's let's go there. If you've never listened to JID before, like listen to really the, uh, not the forever story. uh, DiCaprio 2. DiCaprio 2. There are so many like goaded lines on there where he's just like dropping like, hey, rich people, hey, capitalism Uh or like uh, the spillage village uh like, makers of like earth gang there are yes. so many like mm-hmm. the Baptized Village album
1: goes crazy ba- that's exactly what like I was baptized of. he
2: straight up says like you know like if, if, if we ain't got no more no more money let's eat the rich mm-hmm. like just straight up says it but His like this is crazy on baptized too i know right oh. but like to that point like like there are already like so many things that snap doesn't do mm-hmm. That we are now even further constricting Like one of the key things about like uh, Food stamps in most places You can't get hot food mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you have to cook it And, and, and it's in, in most situations By having frozen food it's not that difficult To throw some shit into the microwave or into the yeah. oven yeah. But like you're inherently already making it difficult By saying that people can't get hot food On, mm-hmm. on government benefits so now looking at Iowa, it's like, oh no, not only is it already difficult somewhat to have food stamps and go through that system, we're now even going to make it even harder. Now you're yeah. again, you're yeah. they are turning their citizenry back into uh peasants.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well and, and, and that's my broader critique of our welfare systems is that they're not designed to slowly lift people out of poverty. Like you said, it's a sh- deep cliff drop-off. Mm-hmm. They're not designed to lift you out of poverty. They're designed to make it so you don't literally die, and then you can get back into the workforce. Because if there was no social safety net at all, there probably would have been a revolt by now, because people aren't just going to starve to death.
2: Is Iowa, is Iowa just doing their best to, like, turn their, their state fully back into, like, a farming serfdom? I don't <laughs> know. It's, yeah. it's
1: funny. because <laughs> just the, back to company towns? Like. The justification, I have a quote from uh, Pat Grassley. Let me in see in if I can find it in my show. No, I was looking, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, because Chuck... Chuck's not Iowa, is he? Wisconsin? Wh- no. 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 Chuck, no, no, no. No. No, 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 Get a fact check. I'm thinking like, I'm, of Ron. The guy okay. that
1: keeps trying to get rid of Social Security. He just yeah. won his seat. He shouldn't have won.
0: Ron Johnson is Ron Johnson's Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he runs on privatizing idea. Social Security.
1: It, fucking insane. Yeah. Right? Anyway, but yeah, I have a quote from Pat Grassley justifying this cut to snap. And he said, quote... It's these entitlement programs. They're the ones that are growing within the budget and putting pressure on us being able to fund other priorities. Like, what, brother? Like, ew, feeding the people is not a priority.
0: <laughs> what are <laughs> state governments for? Like, <laughs> it more funding for, for the cops? insecure the isn't a priority.
2: Police. Also, to make it worse, he is Iowa. Chuck Grassley? <laughs> Chuck Grassley is there's Iowa. There's no way there's not a connection. Yeah, no. Like, like he. he, he I'm mean, Grassley's. He gonna was born in Hart- Hartford, Iowa. Like, he, he okay. he's a Grassley, he's the senator from Iowa. What an awful family! That's
1: that's insane. That's kind of bitchless too. I mean,
2: look at the Huckabee's and the (laughs) (laughs) Manru divorces. Like they won't go away. They will not go away. It's the worst thing. But Mm -hmm. like it, it it, it just blows my mind that at at, even if you don't want to give people housing, Mm -hmm. if you don't want to give people money, you don't want to give them jobs. Like no jobs guaranteed. No fucking feed them like even on like on a capital interest level right i'm sorry if you're if your employee is full they're likely going to work better than than them literally fucking starving.
0: Happy workers are usually good workers. If
2: your blue
1: collar construction worker is starving, he's not going to be able to lay as much brick as you need him
0: to. Is that the left even does capitalism better than the right does. Like Uh Keynesian economics is objectively just better at producing good outcomes. (laughs) And that's not even like a form of social arrangement that I would want to keep around. No. But it's just better. Like the FDR New Deal style minus the racism style of doing things is <laughs> objectively better at growing economies and yeah. protecting the economy, but Literally. they they don't do it. They just are focused on cutting back and giving more and more money to the wealthy. That's all it is for like, Republicans. Like, like,
2: like the countries that we like, obviously recognize are like the most productive and happiest mm-hmm. are still capitalist societies. Well, not yeah, sure. like, it's like, the, like
1: it's the uh, state capitalism. It's like the the Nordic countries. Yeah,
2: it's like we we're not even saying like oh like to, to get those results we have to fully become Cuba. It's like mm-hmm. we're we're looking at countries in which all of you people have like vacation to, to go smoke weed in Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah. Like you've gone to go see like your, your fucking ancestral homeland that you have just (laughs) randomly acclaimed to yourself in fucking Sweden. But yeah, you're like what people having things here by just having a small restructuring of the economy. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. i want them to die yeah Choke. well
0: we argue for programs that are more common than they are not common you know what i mean like yeah. national health care is more common than it isn't among comparable we countries are very much in the minority exactly. when
1: it comes to the way that we run things economically ridiculous what? <laughs>
2: you had a baby damn you don't even get two weeks go back to work damn. yeah
0: no for <laughs> and real give us fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> like, insane
2: anyway, Fuck,
0: dude. does that bring us to the end of our I think episode? that brings us to I the, the end.
1: end yeah it might
0: that that brings us to the end of uh, this podcast. Again, thank you to Mikhail Goodman for coming on the show. No, of course. Great. I had a great fucking time. You want
1: to plug your right, socials right. again? Just to get oh, you yes. really yeah. rammed into
0: people's
2: skulls? Yeah, so you can find me on, I know for a fact, uh, face, uh, well, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and mm-hmm. TikTok. It's Mikhail for Pontiac, so M I K A L. F O R P O N T I A C. Nice. It's the same across everything. Again, for sure. Brand cohesion.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. That'll be uh, all. That will be in the description. Uh, thank you for coming on. Of course. And thanks for having me. Before on. we go, as always, we're gonna read our list of beautiful patrons. These are oh, the people right. that make it possible. They're our capital exactly. investors. Exactly. These, these the people are that right become on, one after Global after this. elites in our mind. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, oh. These are the people. This is the head in the office cabal. <laughs> exactly. They keep these lights on.
1: The they keep the mic the on.
0: So special thanks to Cricket Grabbook Layouts Nikki Nine Lives Kaden Kraut Lord T Chris the Postman Christy Beck Talia Katz 40% Swipe this is a long list This yeah, <laughs> Andrew Harris Mike Joplinski Mattius T The B Plot Omar Zuno Clayton LaFed Mark Yeager Sarah McRoberts Derek Messina Dylan B. Kaz Caleb Joy Jim Bobs Carl D. Rich Toro Tari Gavin Meyer Maldonado Hunter W. Fergalaki Max Vesquez Jacob Rogers Colt Muberry, Fixer Punk Jinga, Jim Eggbers, Jeff Muzzy Ted Cruz's Boy Toy <laughs> Bagel Burrito Cincy <laughs> Alex Brad Joe Stenstrom Austin Reed Adrian Sandler, Devil, chloe sam 601 judah marshall colleen cuts timothy espinoza gregory isn't my name very Yuck, jennifer devoe uh big bird titty eliza and my mom thank you all for supporting the show on patreon <laughs> couldn't do it without you um looking to grow that
1: list in 2023
0: that's right. i mean now i'm gonna be added to that list oh that's my right so you have a new patreon we'll have Goodman will be in the description as well uh thanks Let's for listening go. everybody
2: have a great one
0: have a good night.